0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek.
1: Welcome to Earth Station One, a weekly podcast dedicated to all things sci-fi, fantasy, and much, much more. Sit back and relax and enjoy the show. We want the
2: crew. We want the crew! Man, where in the hell is he? An hour and a half late. They're going to
3: start eating each other out there.
4: Your commander is on deck. For years, Never give up. Never surrender. The cast of Galaxy Quest have played the same parts. Never give up. By Grabthor's hammer. By the Sons of Warband. I shall avenge you.
5: I will say that stupid line one more time.
4: Their careers were bravely going
5: By Grabthor's hammer. Nowhere. What, what a, a savings. savings.
4: Until... You
6: are
7: our last hope.
4: ...their biggest fans...
7: I must say that standing here in your
4: presence is the greatest honor we could ever have hoped to achieve. ...requested a command performance. Hey, where's my lemo?
8: We have studied every facet of your missions and strategies.
7: We are actors, not astronauts. You will save
8: us!
4: That was a hell of a thing. This Christmas... Laredo, take us out.
2: Get a to move to the right. Would you sit, sit your, your ass down? You wanna drive just to
4: They're not just acting like heroes. The whole thing was just a misunderstanding. They must become heroes.
6: They look like little children.
4: Hi, little guy. Oh, I'm done. DreamWorks Pictures presents Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, Galaxy Quest. You're just going to have to kill him.
8: will go for the mouth to throw his vulnerable spots. It's a rock. It doesn't
4: have any vulnerable spots.
1: Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Stand up.
6: Yes.
1: (laughs) Hi, my name is Mike Faber. We are recording this as a live episode of the Earth Station 1 podcast, and we are here to talk about the 1999 classic Galaxy Quest. And let's introduce our guests here. Of course, my name is Mike Faber. To my left is my co-host, Mr. Mike Gordon. Howdy. And we have a couple friends of ours joining us over on the left. That's Will Nix. Next. Darren Noel.
7: Tara Newman. Jen Adams.
1: Thank you all for joining us. And the way we do our panels here is interactive. We talk to you guys. We want you guys to talk back, ask questions. So please, let's all get involved with this. Can you believe this movie is 20 years old? No. Right. no, no. It's just amazing. Yeah. I was watching it last week, and probably it felt like this is fresh still. This could be done yeah. today. And I was laughing my ass off through the whole movie going,
9: <laughs> and in my it's head... It's almost like someone could produce a TV series.
6: <laughs>
9: <laughs> it's true. Like... That would air on Fox and then get canceled and moved to Hulu. Wait, uh, wait, this isn't the Orville. <laughs> not, not,
1: yet. not yet. Not yet. Not yet. This yeah. is the
9: prequel. Okay. okay. Is the prequel.
1: The prequel.
10: Ah, oh, there we go. Yes. I, it's also the second best Star, Star Trek movie ever made. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rapplican... Galaxy Quest. I always describe, my wife and I talk about it, it's Nimoy's Nightmare and Shatner's Dream.
6: It's like, oh, that's wow. like yeah! I'm <laughs> ready! That
11: is so true. It is, isn't no, it? No, it is actually incredibly
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing a paper on that one. Thank you, the um, club next week. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting because it takes... ...stuff from each era of Star yes. Trek. Yeah. It doesn't just focus on the original series, too.
10: Yeah, it has a shot of Whedon with just, you know... ...poor Will, the kid character. Then oh, of course. Growing up,
1: hating everything about it. But then you also have Seven of Nine. Yes. And then yeah. you also have, of course... Aurora. ...Patrick Stewart. Yeah. ...and Aphora. Mm-hmm. You know, you just... It goes down the list, everything. And it's just... It was so brilliantly done. And there was a rumor years ago... ...saying that this was originally written... ...for the original cast... But it was disproven and everything.
10: It would be perfect. They should have done it. I mean, yeah. It would have been the it, it would have
1: been the best movie. Do you really think Shatner would have done that? No.
10: Making fun
12: of himself? No. No, no. no way. I'm sorry. No.
9: I'm, sorry. No. I'm sorry. Would he have gotten a paid? Yes. 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 Thank you. How big is the check? But Nimoy never would have Harrison
11: done it. Have, you, have you
7: seen his resume? <laughs> Nimoy never would have done it, though.
10: Nimoy would, would not he, have. have. He would have
7: complained never. the whole time they were he, filming if, it. It would have been a mess.
10: Nimoy would have done it if he could have directed <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I'll direct my
1: own. Back She's got there. a good. You got a good point there, but that was kind of the cool thing about it because this was almost every Trekkie's dream. Everything from the convention scenes <laughs> to you know them being coming out onto the stage, and then at the very end, you know when the ship breaks through at the the convention and it's like wouldn't we love that if that would have happened here at Dragon Guy I
11: I think I'd have a heart attack I think I'd literally have a heart
6: attack it's the Enterprise (laughs) (laughs) a
11: roundabout crashes through the Marriott (laughs)
6: it's
11: (laughs) the saucer
1: section what do you mean
11: (laughs) true true
1: but it was it was great and the casting was done so well for this and How about keeping a PG rating
10: when you knew that you had something gold that people would still watch and enjoy, and you show it Because my favorite scene, of course, is when Sigourney Weaver says, yes.
6: "This," <laughs>
10: and then they just redub it, and it's like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> no one's going to notice." But more, more to the point, it was
8: a
1: PG rating With Sigourney Weaver falling out of
6: her you right? <laughs> the entire time. It's just
1: it was just so much fun just seeing the episodes, you know, because you could see, you know. When they talked about all the different episodes, oh wait, that was a Star Trek story, mm-hmm. or, and everything, and it was just a lot of fun how it han- they handled it and everything.
10: I love reading the story about Patrick Stewart being taught to go see it by uh, Jonathan Franks mm-hmm. and Stewart's so like, "I, I want to enjoy." It. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, you will."
6: And, <laughs> he goes,
10: oh my god, I was crying, I was laughing hard. They're making fun of all of us. On well,
7: the he went and saw it with a full theater, so you yeah. got to experience everyone laughing and realizing that it wasn't making fun of them. It was moderate. It's celebrating it. Exactly. I think well,
11: it's so- making fun <laughs> of
10: Shatner, but. Oh,
11: yeah. But that's yeah. the only reason this worked at all. Like this movie, if it, it, it had even aired a little bit on the side of being mean, it, it this would have fallen apart. It, yeah. it would
9: yeah. not have worked. Yeah, and I got to tell you, as a die-hard Star Trek fan, mm-hmm. I did not see this in the theater. Really? Because oh, I, I, yeah, because I was. You I was me, mocking you. Call me thin-skinned, but I was like, <laughs> oh I was like, I, I I, do I, that I got, all the time. It's I, okay, I, I, <laughs> I got waves from things I was hearing, and I just did not think it was going to be like what it, what something way. I would enjoy. Right, I thought it was going to really take the take the piss out of it, really. So, um, and uh, so it wasn't until it you know was available and at home and everything like that that I saw it, and I was like, oh, there's nothing to worry about. This is actually fun. But yeah, because it, it is not mean skinned okay. no. it, it is.
7: It's I don't know if I do so if I see
1: it. Guys, guys, before nothing.
9: we go any further,
1: has anyone in here not seen the movie?
7: Oh, that's a great Please one.
10: leave.
9: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, Spoiler. <laughs> I, I don't think those three have. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think they're new.
1: Yeah, Exactly.
6: I think well, we,
9: so we, have a, we do have
1: a minor in yeah, here, minor, so, you, you know. <laughs> <Nora>. Exactly.
6: He's <laughs> <be> so cool. <laughs>
11: can, can you guys stand up just so that, that everyone see can yeah, see
1: how amazing awesome. this is? This is awesome.
10: <laughs> what gets me is that you know that they didn't do more with it. I mean, I know they tried the TV series that failed, but they didn't hit on the immediate. They, they, it wasn't like it was a dead show, dead movie when it came out. It was very, it was pretty successful upon release.
1: Oh yeah, well, they've also been two comic book series based off. Right, of that
10: and so why why didn't we get another film? Why didn't we get something better than the, the series out of it? Because it was it was worth it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. There's still a lot of material to do there. The next generation jokes alone that were coming would have been awesome.
7: But isn't that the Orgo?
11: It really
10: is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it
9: really is. <laughs>
7: But right, they could have gone the DS9 or the get Voyager. route. Voyager is Enterprise. Enterprise. Those oh, two right there alone. The the, well,
10: and they could have
7: the rockin' theme song, just yeah. like Enterprise.
10: Then, <laughs> then you're starting yeah. to get mean mean-spirited. That? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's just rotten okay, right, right there. Anything would have improved Enterprise. Yeah, yes.
6: then,
10: yeah, yeah, not showing Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> great actors, just bad. Yeah. Great actors. Great, bad, great. bad The fourth community.
11: season was good. Just yeah. saying
10: it. <laughs> That's saying a lot, well, though.
1: They ba- <laughs> well, they basically reinvented the series with I the fourth. Know, yeah. I know, But we're going off topic, so... <laughs> yes. Shocker for our podcast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're not
10: auctioning anyone, so we're good. We, so we, 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 uh, rumblers. We're
1: ramblers. Exactly. Well, let's, you know... So Mike Gordon did not go see it. Did anyone up here actually go see it in the theater?
0: I think I did. I did. I did. Yeah.
1: I did yeah. not. Yeah. Oh, wow. I
6: uh,
1: oh, yeah. It it was a must-see for me because it's like for a Star Trek fan growing up, and it was just like, "All right, we got to go see this," and it was just like because we didn't know at the time really what other Star Trek we'd be getting. No, we we're, we're,
9: we're at
10: the end there, right? I mean, yeah, we at the end of the run. Yeah. So yeah, we were. We were yeah, it's kind of scary.
1: Exactly, and they did They kept on saying, "Oh, we're going to try to do this, try to do that." But mm-hmm. it was just nowhere, mm-hmm. and seeing Galaxy Quest was like almost like a love letter to it. And it was like, here's thank you for all the years of Star Trek. Let's finish it up with a good laugh. Right. And that's what was pretty awesome. Then about Then we lost Enterprise and made
9: you all mad. <laughs>
1: you had to bring that up. Sorry.
9: <laughs> he likes to poke.
1: I know he does. Mm-hmm. I work with him all the time. He's always so a I poker. Know. Yes, we know.
10: Talk <laughs> about poking,
1: you guys. But it is, it's interesting, and I loved how they did the characters. For me, I think the standout was Sam Rockwell. Oh,
11: uh, yeah. <laughs> You know. Guy is everyone's favorite.
1: So G-
6: guy was
11: no, awesome. Guy's the future villain. Exactly. Yeah. Guy's the what? The future villain? <laughs> if
10: they'd have made a sequel, we'd have found out that Guy was the bad guy all along. No.
11: Guy's the secret Right, honey? I'd
10: say my wife's back there. She She's going to kill me if I didn't.
7: He's the secret hero.
10: No. I'd
7: say a close second, though, would be Tony
1: Shahid. Oh, Tony Tony the movie. It, yeah. Tony was awesome because he was stoned
7: yes. the whole yeah.
6: time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like, yeah, dude, that's awesome. Oh, by the way, yeah. he
10: Wait, Bring
6: it
7: in, bring it in, bring it <laughs> in. Exactly. Hey, man, they're telling hey, me. this and,
1: is and for him to be playing an Asian character on the TV show, uh, it was like, oh my God. This so was 60s the, TV. I mean, you're like, uh, wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. And had him with the slanted eyes. Yes. And it made sense why he had slanted eyes during this movie because he was stoned. <laughs> All the whole time. He was just trying to see daylight, you know. <laughs> oh, the alien
10: love scene though—that's. Wow. So nice.
6: oh. 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 oh,
1: right. And Sam Rockwell's reaction to it, yeah. guys, was like. Yeah. Because at first he thought, oh, this is cute. And then he was like, oh. Where's that typical going? You know? Exactly. And some of you may experience
8: this here with your roommates in the hotel room. You're going to walk in and go, oh. So
1: Welcome
13: to right. Dragon
6: Con. Don't do what
8: he did.
13: Don't or stay Or you'll in a corner watch. at 3
7: o'clock in the morning. Oh. And something will surprise you. <laughs> yeah. This was a go-to-see
1: experience. Been there, done that last night. Thank you. But the we, cast makes you want to go to this, see this, this theater. Oh, I would definitely.
10: Yeah. I mean, Tim Allen at really his peak uh, of popularity.
1: Yeah, because...
7: it's um, certainly uh, one of his better movie roles. Yeah, uh, one, one of his, one of his better, movie
8: movie one. better movie roles, but no one ever wanted to see him shirtless. Yes. yes. No, I think we can all agree on that.
10: <laughs> but that was... We didn't really want to see Shatman, own Shatman own shirtless either. We'll you know, exactly. It had to be done. It had to be
1: done. <laughs> and I loved it how Alan Rickman, oh, of course, you're losing your <laughs> shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the play between the two of them was
8: just so, so awesome. And Rickman's character could have been totally could have totally torpedoed the whole movie oh, and had Rickman
10: not prepared himself properly for the and ride. not just that just making sure that he played off him, yep. having that foil to play off of.
1: And I love how in the whole movie you do not see him without the prosthetic head. Yep, yeah. yeah.
9: He's Even pony. at his apartment, like yeah, yeah. He's That's what's true. it the next day he's
1: not putting that back on. I
8: Totally, you are that. wearing that all con.
6: Yeah, take it off.
8: don't take it off. Not
10: no. I want to see the hair sticking out Monday. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was so easy about this was I didn't have to make it look exactly. Yeah.
6: yeah. yeah.
10: <laughs>
11: No, but from moment one, you see the two of them together. From when uh, he walks in to the green room, and he's like, "Are we? Am I late for Alexander's panic attack?" Guess not. You know exactly the type of relationship they have. They
1: knew they so knew each other. Of course he's late. Oh, he's doing a signing without us. Of course he is. You know.
10: (laughs) No, you 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 look at that and you go, "That was how Nimoy and Shatner had to be because of how just."
1: Different they, they, were. they
10: were. So they, these these they, it's like there's that homage again to two people that we love and respect out of shows, but you're having fun with it, but not being mean. Like they hate each other at the end. No, they come they come together at the and, end. And, and it together.
1: pretty much was the same thing as everyone against Shatner. So, right? Oh, on, yes. On the on the cast
10: that was like watching the roast of Bill Shatner before the roast oh, yeah. of Bill Shatner. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, was, that was mean. That was ugly.
1: <laughs>
14: first decay. I mean, that
10: whole ten minute rant just. <laughs>
1: and that was what was great about it they knew each other so well mm-hmm. and I loved it when they thought you know he was BSing I thought there's a child here that's the only reason I didn't say the other word yeah words. I saw <laughs> you that. Know? having to watch my time <laughs> exactly and so I saw you know that you know when he he actually made it up to the ship and he was so hungover, he just thought it was some fan thing that they were throwing at, at, <laughs> throw it at him. Oh, just fire the red and yellow, uh, the red and blue lasers at him. It'll be okay.
10: <laughs> red particle lasers, blue particle lasers, and throw this wire yeah, at it. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and okay, take me. I'm going back to Earth. Yeah, I'm <laughs> done. I'm done. I, I
9: think, uh, and I don't know. I I trust this was intentional because my favorite part of Tim Allen's performance when I was rewatching this the other night. Was because it was on, you know, high def, which we didn't have twenty years ago, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm watching it and I'm like, wow, they made his hair look like a hairpiece. <laughs> yeah, amazing. They did. That yeah. was a shot. No, that was a shot. I
10: mean, yeah. yes. yeah, In the girdle and I mean just everything else. You're like, okay, all right. We know Shatner would fit. Come on, all right.
1: <laughs> and that was. It was just fun all yes. the way through, and. I loved it when they got onto the spaceship and he had to fly it out for the first... You want me oh, to pull it out? <laughs> it's yeah, like, what? Go. Exactly. Okay. That way. And that. everyone, everyone's <laughs> like... we <going, Totally>. <laughs> leaning towards it. We get the whole room ready Of course, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're getting too close to that wall. You're getting too... Teaching your kid how to drive out of the garage. Yes.
6: <laughs>
1: I know. <laughs>
10: New
1: paint job. Yeah, exactly. New job. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. That clutch didn't cost too much. You know? uh, yeah.
6: <laughs> <Just>
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. And there's just, I just loved it. And Guy's reaction to everything. I'm going to be the one to die. I know it. I mean, I don't even, do you know my last name?
9: <laughs> because
6: I don't have one. I don't, I don't <laughs> have
9: one. So my favorite part of that is when he's so paranoid, like he's, and Sigourney Weaver's trying to talk him down before the mission. And then when everything goes, you know, crazy. Mm-hmm. And they're running back to the ship. Oh my god, they're gonna she kill Guy. She goes, she goes, Come on, hurry up. Oh my god, they're gonna before <laughs> they kill Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. It's I like that be was be so funny. Answer. It's so subtle. I like
7: when
9: he's
7: Alan Rickman
0: just goes, Are we there yet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that was great. And it was just, just the subtleties and everything. And I loved like when they were to when Alan Rickman and uh Tim Allen's character were fighting but front of the airlock right. you know oh episode 71 and they were like wait 71 that's the one where I dot no no <laughs> why does it matter no no episode 13 that's it that's it 13 sorry yeah I, I like how they had all the references as if every character
10: knew every show that they were ever in it's like we know exactly what line I had on page 3 oh. <laughs> and you took that line from me you know <laughs>
1: But it's true because, like, when you go to conventions, oh, do you remember in episode oh, thirty-seven man. when you've yes. down to the planet, and it, thats the way it is. Yeah, and they really caught that. They mm-hmm. really
10: did. They
1: get, well, before Red Shirts,
10: you know, you, you know, this is the only really homage to Star Trek that's that's fun and, and it's not you know mean like SNL would get with some of the stuff they would have. But This right here, I mean, Red Shirts and that are kind of like. So the, why, why didn't they have Guy in Red? I know, right? <laughs> is that
6: an
11: obvious miss for anybody else? Uh, yes. Yeah, that
9: would have been that would have been a little too on the nose. So.
11: Yeah.
1: Yes. At least they didn't say his last name was Ensign Johnson Enten or something. Johnson. <laughs> if, if
11: they should just have given him a red shirt for like one scene. Yeah, here, just, wear this. Just what, even if it was, would be
9: like, heck, no. When that he was talk. dressed
11: as a normal person, not when he was yeah. on the mm-hmm. just at some point. Yeah, I think but this then well he would, would have
9: really had to die. Mm.
11: Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, he would have had to die
1: too much of a thing. Do you guys have any thoughts or anything? We'd love to hear from you guys. You know, what are your favorite scenes? We'd love to hear it
11: exploded. <laughs> uh,
8: <laughs> the transport the Do- the Dr. McCoy accident. It did the, what? It did what I
10: heard that. Somebody in the back right there. Eh? The,
8: Trumpers. the Trumpers. Oh, The Chompers. What? is here! Who wrote Who this wrote?
1: episode?
10: Whoever
8: wrote this episode should die! <laughs>
6: yeah, she's she's so, so bad. <laughs> And then,
10: you're like, wait, Sigourney's so leaving didn't match. It was where her
11: lips, and she said
8: something else. Yeah, there was some dubbing. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like you are watching a Japan anime just, all of a sudden.
11: I just love the little kid in the computer going, okay, this is the sequence. <laughs> <laughs>
8: yeah.
11: One,
10: two, two, two.
8: Because
11: I was that little kid at the time. Like That would have been me.
10: <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling up my... <laughs> brackets right
11: now.
1: That's not right. Yeah, no. It's like, oh, wait, it's two, not one. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he has to take out the trash. Oh, yes. God, yes.
8: Yes. <laughs> yes. How many of us have been there? <laughs> Mom, I'm saving the universe. No, right. you're not. <laughs> totally relatable content I'm right waiting, there. Mom. Mom. Jerry.
11: When we like, guys, and
1: Easter, and
8: then Alan Rickman says it and means it. Oh. Yes. Yeah. oh no, that yeah. that
11: made me cry the other day. Yes. I've seen the movie like a hundred times. Every, every time. Every oh. time it just gets me. Quellek's my favorite. Because
10: yeah. he's the real fan. Yes. He's the diehard and you just you just you, that, that look on his face when when he
9: says it to him. You know, by Grandpa's camera. You see him go, it rips your heart out the double. yeah It
6: does.
1: Well, all through the first half of the movie, he says, I am not saying that line.
5: (laughs) And he says it for him. him.
1: (laughs) So bad.
5: Yeah,
6: Yeah. you (laughs) don't (laughs) know. The captain has saved us.
1: (laughs) And he's like...
10: (sighs) No, when they they all go out and see, they get the real history of what's going on, they're like... All trying to get off the yeah on the we're, show. Out. we're
11: out,
8: out. Yeah.
10: That, that was scene was lifted
8: and put into Bugs
10: Life. Yes, it was.
11: <laughs> like the villain was, I mean, like, am pretty,
10: yeah, <laughs> pretty much Well, I mean, that Popper. story is, it is the Bugs Life. I mean, you watch it. Bugs Life, Galaxy Quest, Bugs Life, Leaver, and, and, uh, Bugs Life. I'm repeating the computer. <laughs>
6: <Yes>. Oh, oh. <laughs> One oh. Drive. One drive. I'm
10: gonna do it! I'm
1: gonna do it! We're <laughs> at speed. Why am I repeating the computer? That? Are we at lightspeed? <laughs> <laughs> And I love. Doesn't work. My heart sank though. Through when this movie, when uh, they said, "Well, now you can go back to your people and your planet," and they said they're gone. And We're are, all that's left. That's yeah. all that's left. Oh man! It was just like, oh <laughs> Stakes wow. raised.
9: Exactly. Thanks, Tim Allen.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
9: I think that's the real, and like, they're the,
6: down that's now. the real
9: achievement of this movie. And that's why, you know, when I first saw it, I thought, or first heard about it, I thought it was just going to be a, satire, a rip, you know? Right. And then to watch it and realize that this movie has heart, yes. you know, mm-hmm. much more, like, just as much as some of the best Star Trek does, you right. know? Like, it's like, yeah, it's, it is really um, not just making fun of it, but it's also kind of playing by their rules.
10: It went beyond parody and came, it became its own story. I mean, yeah. unlike your scary movies, even Airplane, which are classically funny films. Right. You get it's it, not just, it, that's just one gag after it's another. It's one gag this, right. this, this, this. It developed its own story. This was a true story. Right. And it,
1: right. it had a beginning, middle, oh and then, <laughs> you yeah. know, and everything. A true writer's dream, you know.
10: <laughs> Sir? I
13: remember in the theater, the biggest laugh line being, they're not all historical documents. Surely you don't think Gilgamesh is.
6: Oh!
10: their faces they just cheated. oh, they like just shudder from, like, oh. I, I mean I did that too when it came on after dad like let's watch another episode
1: <laughs> well it's interesting because it's like I had completely forgot that this was Rain Wilson's first
9: movie that he, he no, did yeah, that's and, right. and it was just awesome and then uh I don't think... Uh, had Justin Long been in a lot of stuff, too, by the no. no. A couple, a couple of they, little things. Yeah. yeah. Little tiny things. Poor but Justin Long was put through the ringer. The oh, screen. my
8: god!
6: <laughs> <laughs> and he never left the planet. Yeah.
9: <laughs> well, he gets that, you know, he gets that moment where it's kind of reminiscent of, <laughs> of the Shatner SNL, like, get a yes. life, get a yeah. life yeah. moment. Yeah. But right? yeah.
7: the end, I always tear up when...
6: Yes. Mm-hmm.
9: Yeah.
10: <laughs> I mean just the comedy alone in it with, I mean just the interactions you said it's making fun of it, but at the same time you, you go but they also appreciate who this person was like with the Ohura moment with the repeating the computer and all that They at the same time it's like yeah but that was that was big and this was a big thing and they never made her a small character she just keeps getting bigger you know, yeah her
8: mm-hmm. shirt gets deep <laughs> yeah, was saying, the yeah,
10: zipper
8: keeps falling lower lower lower
1: lower TV Guide
8: article was two pages about, about my, my boobs about my boobs but <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that was one each that <laughs> that was taken right from Jerry Ryan though yeah. for Yeah. Yes. Yes. so it's just awesome uh, we have to also talk about Enrico being you know lead of the aliens. Oh God.
6: Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. You he mean was.
9: Veronica Mars Dad? Exactly.
10: Yes. Keith Mars. Exactly. <laughs> Keith Mars.
1: He was awesome. He
10: was great. Oh, he's so over oh, the top in a great way. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. my Lieutenant well, shield DeShield. <laughs> Do I understand
0: correctly
6: that he he was the one that
7: originated Thermia's voice? I
9: yeah. wouldn't doubt it. yeah I, I would he, so. he's yeah. amazing. Like I mean, if you if you see his uh resume, like, I mean, the stuff that I just know him from uh, that comes to mind is between this role and then his role as Keith Mars uh, on Veronica Mars, and then uh, his role as a, as a as a nasty villain on Person of Interest, it's like three completely different characters, and he sells each one of them. He's so amazing. And since
8: he was probably the one that originated it. He was also probably in charge of training the other actors as a trigger... To be cohesive but individual for those who had like really standout roles. Mm-hmm. So that's a tough job for an actor to do as opposed to just being a regular human. You know how you act. Have a nice
1: day. And I loved it when they got into the uh, limousine and he says, Oh, hey, cutie, what's your name? And you're,
6: ah! <laughs> <laughs> Jane
1: Doe. Exactly.
6: Jane
9: Doe. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I believe
1: one of the features on the DVD was. You could watch the entire movie dubbed in Thermian.
6: Yes. ten minutes.
1: Is
9: all you can do.
6: Stop all the
9: I don't think they needed to do more than twenty minutes of the movie because no. no one could last that long. No,
10: it, but they do the whole
9: thing. It's, no. Yeah. Yes. No. And on the DVD,
10: they also had the, the device. They had the. Um, yeah. I, 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 I love that. That you hit it and it would just showed you the last 10 seconds of the movie. You're like, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but if you turned on closed
6: captioning while you were playing the Thermian, did you get the English translation? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, you
1: did. Hey, have the English subtitles
6: on. It's well, perfect. Yeah,
11: it's how you learn Thermian.
6: Yeah. I
1: mean, <laughs> wait, exactly. I thought we all knew how to speak Thermian. Are we in the wrong panel? Okay,
11: sorry. 20 years
6: to learn. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was always fun. I liked how the spaceship had its was its own character and I loved that it was not the Enterprise. Oh, yeah. You or anything shaped like it. Exactly. It? Well, if you don't, it has their call letters was not the Enterprise. Not the Enterprise. MTE. Yeah, M-T-E. M-T-E.
11: Number, number, number. <laughs>
1: exactly. And the, which was awesome. But you know how they came up with the design of it? Oh. The guys who were creating the film, they were playing tennis one day and one of them got really pissed at it and he broke his racket. And there it is. And they said... This is the design for our spaceship. <laughs> Again, a, though, still one of the better
10: ship designs on, on a series. I mean, that's why right. the Orville has taken it and ran with it. So. Mm,
1: exactly. It's better than what the ship they had in Enterprise. Better. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, gosh. Sorry, sorry. You, you keep calling. going there. Yep. Why?
9: <laughs> why? This isn't a track, right? track room no its isn't you're safe here I know <laughs> <laughs> not safe anywhere someone should
10: right. storm out right now like,
9: no
1: <laughs> no 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 I did
8: like the Blake 7 tribute when they all got shot oh, on the bridge oh god yeah that's that's a deep cut y'all Blake
1: 7 Go. Blake. it was yeah the very the ending of Blake 7 yeah. was pretty much that and it was no just, rewind no, but, but no, but no rewind no
13: Omega 13 there was
10: no Omega
1: 13, no Omega 13. Mm-hmm. who <laughs> would want to go back 13 seconds come on well, they, I love that I they, would they fix that to go sig- back. Like- they,
10: they Fix that single mistake That touching moment Between him and Weaver mm. And then it's like I gotta move on There's things to do yeah. I mean We're gonna build up This character This relationship Between them. And we just keep dropping it Every time he gets yeah. To a pinnacle point It's like I'll forget it Move on <laughs> We don't have time For love interests Except between They do kind of yeah. Drop that And
8: pick it up And drop that Yeah all the time the movie she was looking you know, at him with the goo goo eyes yeah, like, at first and then she walks off and now she's mad at him Yeah, he's what looking, happened he's looking at three other girls dressed like
10: her and,
6: yeah.
1: mm-hmm. shocker and he walks away and the girls are going
6: yeah no, <laughs> no giggle oh, I, I,
10: that reaction by him though after getting made fun of at the bathroom I really could have seen oh, Shatner do that yeah. like having yeah. the storm outfit mm-hmm. and just jump in Yo, don't you realize this is real <laughs> that's the speech from Saturday Night Live I of mean, course
1: because that is based off of true experience yes. and everything, mm-hmm. and it's like I would not want to be on Shatner's, you know, bad side there. Not,
10: not, not during his prime. Uh-uh. He'd kick the crap out of a lot of folks. With or his that, shirt off.
1: With a shirt off. With his shirt
6: off. role. You
10: can
8: stop. <laughs> <laughs> <make> <laughs> Sorry, sir. The Gorn went down that hallway.
1: <laughs> I love when they had the the miners and Sigourney Weaver wanted to. Go,
6: oh, they look oh, like those I mean, watched the show. guy's
11: entire panic that entire scene. <laughs> it's, so but, yeah. it's like, why am I always the one who's right? <laughs>
1: and it was it was just like awesome. And they tore apart that door. <laughs> oh my <gosh. laughs> no, they're helping the, the they're hurt
8: helping one. Who is the <laughs> one? <laughs> 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 they're
10: helping the little sick one. <laughs>
6: oh my god they're
10: gonna That's kill guys <laughs> no there's so much to this movie there's they some... look so cute though yeah, yeah. yeah like, does, does it have man? teeth does it like yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that is awesome that I just keep on looking I at good. it I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, like... I'm waiting for the to point his gun at me kill me eh? <laughs> you
10: have a brilliant spear
1: <laughs> either that or hit us in the head with a rock <laughs> yeah oh <boy. laughs> Let's hit him in the head with the rock and rock, then rock,
10: eat him. Yeah, you need right. to use our universal translator to translate. They're saying the word rock Drop. over and over. <laughs> <laughs> what do they mean? I killed the pig monster. <laughs> I don't think the that's... Cage lizard. Yeah, the
8: pig lizard. Pig lizard, yes. The
12: whole arena episode, or arena yes. reference. That was that. right out of everything. You built a rudimentary <laughs> lathe. <laughs>
9: Get off
6: the... <laughs>
8: what's the old like comedy line about Star Trek here's 14 communicators Mr. Spock put one together that
10: works I'm gonna go seduce the high priestess yeah. <laughs> yeah. every plot ever yeah, the fact that they didn't have him do that in one mm-hmm. segment is what well, I thought it was the missing touch. You could have had him trying to hit on an alien. That Probably. Would have,
1: that would have been, How many green women?
6: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
10: they, they alluded to that.
6: They did no, allude so, to yeah. it
10: with the what was the I don't remember the the, the women. Well, he
7: flirted. Did. He flirted with Missy Kyle's character. Yeah. Right yeah. at the beginning when they first. Right. Arrived. It didn't work. Yeah, it didn't no. work. No. <laughs> she was all about to him. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: that was not right. That was, no. was not right. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was love at first tentacle. <laughs>
6: <It was great. laughs> do you In know
10: You've <laughs> not watched that anime? Okay, good. Right, so. <laughs> What's Another great line that I
1: love was it's the simple things I love. Like
10: yeah. Yes. It it is. Is. And they give and you then, the,
6: the, rock monster right. with the yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that was pure genius to so do so that.
15: Yeah. I love that you stoned the entire movie.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, um... He was baked.
10: The food. Yes, baked. The food. When they're, like, out oh, they're pulling up their local dishes and they've made all these different... You know, Cornbread, Iowa would be even... He's sitting there looking at you like... Oh,
6: oh not, not <laughs> blood ticks. Yeah, blood ticks. Yeah.
1: Exactly. It's so picked, creepy. I loved it. He picked it up I was looking it it jumped out of his hand. And just like Mom it. used to make. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like... With all oh. this fancy equipment, they realize he's not an alien. You know, that's... That,
9: that, that, that don't cloud the issue with facts no no I'm <laughs> saying that's the greatness of that, of
10: that race they took everything at face value and yeah. they didn't have to look at it
7: from the historical documents that's right because they've never met liars
5: exactly yeah,
10: explain and to which, him like you would which,
6: which of course leads <laughs> that into was such a great line.
9: which of course leads <laughs> into one of the more devastating scenes in the movie too right, yeah. where he has to tell him the truth he's forced to tell him the truth mm-hmm. such that's hard yeah so sad. that's that's brutal it was brutal
11: the sound he makes oh. the sound oh, he yeah. makes because
1: his heart was breaking
11: I got,
7: and you could hear it
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah actually I think that was the
10: noise
7: but then you have the triumphant moment just a bit later when they all come back after the villain's been vanquished and they're all laughing. Yeah, you
10: know, yeah they, don't tell them, they, don't, they don't tell them again that it's,
7: it it, it's a <laughs> lie.
10: They're like, that's the deception.
7: Not the
1: historical documents. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>
9: the ship is only this big.
6: <laughs>
9: <laughs>
1: oh, it was awesome. But then it was also great. Uh, like this little sounds he made, like when he first met Tim Allen's character, and Tim Allen was like laying on the floor, and they were all bending over <laughs> like this. And then uh, Tim Allen's, sure, I'll get ready, I'll go with you. And he poked him in the stomach, and in because that's just an illusion. So he was probably <laughs> poking him in the eye or something. <laughs> <It> was, yeah,
8: <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like <laughs> he can't <"Whoa."> touch me, <laughs> <laughs> stranger danger, stranger danger. <laughs>
11: passive technology but they're like these giant squid things but then become the shape of people and yeah. it's an image but they still fit through doors. I have so many questions
6: about that the,
1: again. the look on the crew's face when the squids came oh in my right? God. when they first and, and up.
11: What a up. What a great Tony moment again right after when he shows up and he's just like what a thing. What's their right? problem? That was a thing. And wow, then what said, a he's right like, what's wrong, with, what's wrong with those guys? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> he just didn't like, go off. And the other guys are like legitimately traumatized. It's
3: hilarious because then he goes on to play Monk, who has a problem with absolutely
10: everything. Every oh, time
3: right. <laughs> so I go back and I see Galaxy Quest and I see Tommy go, Troll it up. It's just
1: so dichotomous. Because right? he's just so laid back, everything just flows okay. off of him. Exactly. <laughs>
5: Exactly. Yeah, so, uh, Guy's reaction to that. Yeah. When they first show up on the ship when oh, first get when to he scraped the, 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 delayed
11: <laughs> <screen>. <laughs> the delayed screen. The delayed yeah. screen is great.
1: Exactly. And I, I love Brett's scream <gasps> And they and they had the probes with them and they were. Yeah, going. oh sorry. <laughs> sorry. We know we're hideous <laughs> in our right. true form,
8: but that was gonna end badly for all of them, I think. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And
1: it just, it was but Sigourney's serious. used to that. I mean, honestly. <laughs> He's used <aliens laughs> to do horrible things to Earth. <laughs> hey, at least they didn't uh, drip uh, acid.
6: Yeah, <laughs> that's a yeah, good point. That's a good point. Yeah.
1: So. It was neat, though, because, like everyone says, this could have been a huge disaster right off the bat. Mm-hmm. It could have been. You know, like a Hot shots or, you know, right. something like that. Yeah. Oh. Which is oh. great, but it's me. Hot Shots. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, or Hot Shots, Airplane. You never saw Hot shots.
8: Part D. Part, Part D. Yeah, <laughs>
6: oh. yeah.
1: Exactly. French a What? It was, you know, I could have seen this continue because I remember hearing a few years ago that Amazon was trying to do a series. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so Alan passed away and that pretty much... You know, killed the series right there, and because I don't want to see them do it without wi- without, without Rick it. Or, Rick it. But isn't it nice yeah. to
7: see that Somebody's pulling back with enough respect and saying, "Okay, well, then we can't do this." Exactly. Right? Like, instead mm-hmm. of just like, "Oh, we'll find somebody else." Or G- we'll give re- them write a minute. The story. I was say, yeah, I'll say. I was gonna... Yeah,
10: don't wait too much long because this will get rebooted. I don't know when, but maybe after this new rise of Star Trek success with Picard and something else they'll find a way to make some money off of it I mean it's a it's a great property
1: mm-hmm.
10: I hope not I mean but I just the cynic in me goes <laughs> you yeah, ever get like nine versions of
1: this possibly and
6: <laughs> <face sizes>.
7: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: can you see it happening now especially with Orville out no
7: no, no. no. no, no Orville, Orville's no, Orville covers it yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't want the Orville's on the air at least
10: yeah, yeah which is probably not like the least season and a half so yeah
11: <laughs> I like how you said a half
10: yeah <laughs> well, it, it's Fox They it might have had a
9: it might have had a chance to happen if Orville had been a huge success and as much as Orville is successful obviously if it wasn't too successful I mean they're moving it to Hulu so it's not like it's primetime Fox material right. anymore so so well, I would say that um, that was partly because
11: of scheduling issues.
10: It's also it's right. not the parody it's advertised to be either. No. No, it's, no, it's not like Galaxy it's was much more, more real.
11: It's much more. It, it's it's much, much more
9: Star Trek.
7: Than, it's much more Star Trek than yeah, expected. That's to true.
9: Be. It's more Star Trek. Yeah, it's way more Star oh, Trek. It's
7: more than. Star Trek than a lot of the Star Treks we got. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
9: Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's a that's a panel. It's in the. Yeah. Okay.
10: But so. I, I still say it's the second best Star Trek movie. I mean, Wrath This. I mean, these are the two oh. best I mean, undiscovered
8: <laughs> country.
11: Yes, thank you. The one with legs? the whales. <laughs> no, my favorite. My favorite.
10: Originally written as <laughs> an Eddie
11: Murphy film. They get me.
1: Why do you need it?
11: That is my favorite one
1: with the whales. Hey, it's all
8: about conservation. If, you,
1: if you're a god, why are you stuck on this planet?
6: <laughs>
1: so yeah, there, there's a lot of direction they could have gone in. I could see it uh, continuing still in comic book form. Yeah, totally. I could also
9: see it. Does it work? Does anybody read the comic? Yeah. I mean, because I would imagine. It. <laughs> a lot of times humans have a lot of responses to question. Nobody, nobody reads comics. Of course, as a comic writer, I'm so happy to see that. No, we're, <laughs> we're not in the comic track, Michael. <laughs> right. For a reason, we're talking about TV and movies. Come on.
10: Yeah. It
7: could work, but I think you'd be losing. In the written form, you're you're losing, say, the the way the Thermians speak. Oh sure. And, and that adds some of not only the comedy to, but the heart to the movie. And you're losing, Guy's over-the-top reactions by not hearing his voice. And
6: yeah, I, I the an adult Alan animated accent, You know, but. Like
1: but so you wouldn't be able to have Alan Rickman. Yeah, that's my thing. That's is the that, the outside thing. of Rickman, I mean, you'd have to get a sample.
10: I
11: over. think the heart of the movie is the. Is the connection between the crew, right? It's In these yeah, little right. moments, not even just in the dialogue, in these big moments, and that's really hard to translate into mm-hmm. comic book form.
9: Right, and the fact that it's mostly—I mean, it's—I think it's this script in the hands of not as the uh, actors that aren't as good. Yeah. Oh, I mean, because yeah, these are really like. When you look back at them, I'm like Man there's a lot Of really skilled Actors in this It's yeah, not man. just like You know Your TV Even in the weird parts I mean it's not like They haven't yeah. got oh, yeah. Bad actors to fill up Yeah when I saw Like when I spotted Rain Wilson in the background I'm going Oh man this is like Top to bottom
11: So oh. are any of them Like Trekkies Do we know If any of them Are big Trek fans Like why did they do This film Other than money
6: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
11: oh, ding, well,
10: ding, Tim ding, Allen was still ding, playing ding. himself. I mean, right. yeah. yeah, Tim Allen doesn't change. It's not right. yeah, I mean
9: he's
1: yes. He's the same thing as Santa Claus yeah.
9: as you said. He's the same thing as Buzz Lightyear.
1: I was going to say yeah. this is
9: this is Buzz Lightyear the yeah. movie. Right. <laughs>
8: To infinity
6: and your mom. (laughs) 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 Wow!
16: Check the dealer's (laughs) room.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look it up for it on our (laughs) T Public (laughs) site. So I think you know I definitely could I couldn't see this working like you said with lesser actors though it the, the whoever was casting for this. Did a great job Yeah I know Tim Allen Wasn't even the first choice For this role though
11: Who was the first choice?
1: They wanted like Harry Anderson Oh Or, or oh. They, they oh. also Why? Oh. You know They wanted someone They wanted Harry Anderson But they also wanted uh, Scott Bakula Well, well
14: uh,
10: <laughs> yeah. He could have pulled The funny off I mean, yeah. I, mean I love Scott But I just no. don't think he was,
11: it So they wanted difference. someone That took themselves Too seriously Bingo Yeah And they went with Tim Allen Yeah Excellent
6: <laughs>
10: I think they changed the tone of the film though I mean, when
6: you,
11: oh 100% you it. oh
1: I'm sure
10: could have been Alan Alba that'd be funny
11: <laughs> I bet they did a reading with them and the went that is, that's, that's he' been
10: with the yeah. been, like the next generation we'll get him. exactly <laughs> No, I'm. I'm interested. You know, who, okay. Who directed this? I keep forgetting who's the director of this film because if we only had an internet, yeah, I know. Is. That's why I've are. seen you playing on. No one knows who the
6: director
10: is. Does anyone? No,
8: everyone's <laughs> Dean. Everybody's got the ball. That's what you're Dean, Dean Harisup. Yeah, yeah. who a surprise from Harrison. Joe? Yeah. Dean, the director. Yeah. Yeah. No, no one. No, no one con- wants. a one no, <laughs> right. no one wants a prize I have a prize. All
12: right.
9: you do Bill and Ted too? Is that
10: what it is? someone going to tell us? What? Who's Googled it? Oh, he's Who's the director? director. <laughs> Say it. You get something oh, from him. It.
1: We said it already,
10: though. He's doing
11: Villain's yeah. Head. He's doing the next installment for Villain's Head, The Face of the Music.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, awesome.
11: It's going to be great now. Now I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in. Villain's Head.
1: Well, that's, you know, when he goes John Wick on everybody. Seriously. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, my
10: gosh.
1: Yeah, just don't kill his dog.
5: Who was it? <laughs> Who was it? Yes. came up with the director? Anybody? I did. We did. <laughs> we give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Trust, you probably already
16: have
9: this. Nicole. Google Google came up with it. I, so. it was,
14: you can send it to Google yeah, at yeah.
11: Alphabet.
9: E- email Google. No. <laughs> i am giving it to you. <laughs> there, it is an episode
15: of Starship Farragut. Hey!
6: hey. fan <laughs> film.
9: Written, written by Bobby Nash. Written by Bobby Nash. Oh. There you go. Woo. The award winning Bobby Nash. It's autographed.
14: We
6: got quality. <laughs> quality.
1: It actually would have been great, actually, if they did like fan f- films, like they do Star Trek. Oh, I'd love that. Can you imagine oh, my doing God, that?
11: That I, that I would
8: love.
10: You know, and I, it would be really funny to them. See, to the, like, get some of the old cast members from other some of the shows in there to play bit parts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, imagine seeing. I don't, I, Michael Dorn walking in. <laughs> You're saying, "Oh no, I'm not here today." So legit
11: no. idea. What if it wasn't about the protector? Ooh. Right. What if it was about something else in the Galaxy Quest universe? Okay.
6: Uh, what else uh, of his interest
10: in the, the Galaxy Quest universe?
11: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, Maybe
11: make it up. Maybe the comics explored it. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't. <laughs> I tried, this. No. The, the, the further adventures of the Thermians you know oh <laughs> 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 and have a comic book in the Thermians. Well,
10: yeah so it the comic book in the Thermian there we go I mean repopulation but it's all based on oh that's yeah. not right <laughs> oh.
1: well we didn't haven't talked about the bad guy yet we still have no Hopper.
6: Cyrus. Yes.
11: Cyrus, A.K.A. Hopper. Yes. A.K.A. the nightmare cricket of our dreams. <laughs>
10: <laughs> he did a good job on his makeup. Oh my oh, yeah. god! I thought it was great being menacing. I mean, it's it's still uh, so until cute. The, the one-on-one conflict, yeah, that would get silly. But I think him and the ship and the speeches he would give were
1: oh, that was when, good. when he had his uh, nav Lieutenant head 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 he head he heads shields the at the time. Screen.
9: Yeah. <laughs> that was
10: awesome.
1: I always wanted to see the Klingons do that in Star Trek, you know, or something like that. Because it was like, this guy is a badass. He's just, yes. yeah. he did not have his shields up in time.
10: I wonder how they got him to the negotiating table. You're like, we're going to negotiate i I'm like, he wasn't, you're not surrendering this guy. He's killing all of you.
8: It was probably a, a play on his part. Yeah. To get, get them to negotiate a surrender, and it's like, okay, you're throwing up. Thank you for delivering your corpses. Way in the back.
11: The
8: Thermians go and help all the
1: civilizations
9: that were destroyed by Saracen's people. That would work. That almost deserves a prize. prize. That's the winning pitch. Yes. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah.
1: Come see me, I'll give you a prize. (laughs) After the thing. (laughs) Okay,
9: don't don't take yourself anymore.
1: (laughs) No, I got something. I do. I'm sure you do. Yes, I do. He's got some. I don't think
11: he's getting it. I do. do. (laughs) He's caught it for sure now. No,
9: exactly.
1: Ha, ha, ha. And it's not Conan. No. No. I'm not
6: interested. Okay.
1: So, but it's kind of, it was neat because the villain was so evil. How
8: evil was he?
1: He was so evil, he probably drilled the eye patch in himself.
6: Yes. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs)
1: because <laughs> it's just like wow it's just like I, he but he I agree he wasn't he was less menacing on the when he came on the ship yeah. and everything he was just an asshole yeah
10: well that yeah. it was just silly because his guards are running around they're not taking that seriously yeah the way yeah. they're killing people randomly it's not there's not any menace to it no but when he's pacing it's very much Con, Wrath of Khan yeah. Oh, yeah that pacing back and forth yeah talking I'm like oh yeah you've got Ricardo Maltaban too alright good yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
9: awesome it's true. It's you're right. It's more, it's more menacing when they're um, when they when they're all trapped and losing air. Right. Okay, yeah. Then when they're actually being attacked by the right. Aliens.
1: No, oh, boy,
7: and he what? would also go on to eventually be on Star Trek Voyager. That's yeah.
1: true. That is very Who true. He wasn't
10: though. I
7: mean,
10: <laughs> that <laughs> is true.
1: Scott Bakula. <laughs> true. There you go. <laughs> Well, you never know someone was acting a little weird. You
8: yeah, he could have been one of them. Who yeah. were
11: the cricket aliens supposed to be? What was that race supposed to be? Because I really think I that thought they were
8: supposed to be Klingons. I thought yeah.
11: Maktar was... The Maktar race was like some weird combination between Vulcan and Klingon.
10: Yeah, very warrior-based.
8: Yeah, like, yeah. like
11: a warrior piece. Yeah. I mean, I was into it, but it was... They weren't sneaky <laughs> enough to be
10: Romulans. No, no. no. Yeah.
8: Yeah. no there was no subterfuge. Cardassians? Maybe they are
11: Cardassians? Yeah, they're Cardassians.
9: Kardashians. They're not that. They're, they're, not, right.
1: not, they're
6: not that. Right? They're not that. They're not Kardashians. First, they're, that, they're right right? not that vain. They're that the right? that that the the
1: they were taking selfies of themselves all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
10: Stop! I can't kill you. They're taking their selfies like this. exactly. Wait, wait. I need a
1: filter. You know, you do wilding the way. The peach filter. Something quick. Quick, stop this now! Yeah. Please, someone say something. Yeah. Something. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. So, but anyway. <laughs>
10: Do anyone have a favorite scene we haven't mentioned? Have no. A, okay. Have we, all right. have we done the whole
6: oh, movie? Yeah, the movie is a favorite scene. <laughs> My
10: favorite scene was the frequent use of the Shatner roll. <laughs> oh yeah, the dive. The dive. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why are why you rolling? Used it
4: didn't work, and then used it yeah. worked
10: later on. Yep, oh, yeah. he then gets the and loses his blaster. Where's I your gun? Really Where's, guy? Guy? Where's your
1: gun? <laughs>
11: yeah. I really love at the end where the blaster actually goes off and it explodes. Yes. Like that's the first, and you're like, yes. It's so satisfying. I, yeah, I like as it. a fan, I imagine that scene, <laughs> and if I'd seen that in real life, I've been someone at that convention. The,
10: the communicator scene to me is the best. When they walk up and he goes, but he's gave me this. And they all just take it <laughs> they, out.
6: Oh, you know? exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we yeah, know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> you're
10: <laughs> drunk again, you know?
6: No, they're
7: termites.
11: Yeah,
10: they're termites. They're or The Yes, ma'am.
7: My, my husband and I have seen this movie so many times. I love it so much that it's impossible to choose even <laughs> yes. the five scenes. It's part of our vocabulary.
6: Yes.
11: yes you just speak in galaxy quest to each yes. other that's, no. that's, that's a real love language
6: wow.
1: <laughs> bring people said. together
6: ah.
1: <laughs> honey good night I love you
6: ah. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Sure, we won't. So. We won't take that to its obvious conclusion. <laughs> okay, Weird
1: okay. <laughs> Al. This
17: ship is dragging
1: mines. Oh,
6: yeah. Yes. That was awesome. The look oh, on his, awesome.
1: his look the look on his face was classic. It was that. very
10: Wily e. Coyote.
6: Yeah. yeah. Well,
10: also, <laughs> the, I mean, that performance by Alan, he captured a James T. Kirk on the bridge of the Enterprise. What you fail to realize is yeah. I killed you. You're like, yeah.
6: <laughs>
10: he went full Shatner. He did he full shot
1: <laughs> In the back again. <laughs> learning the yes. Oh, we're we're learning
8: right? how to drive.
1: <laughs> Go up to the library and figure out how yeah. to drive. It. Yeah. <laughs> and he was watching old episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's
11: quoting himself. It is like so sweet.
8: It's it's very meta. Well, it's, I, it's point and clip well, I love it
11: because and we can totally really see is. Wesley
1: Crusher do yes. it yeah. Yeah.
11: I really love it because it really is like for him it's his childhood so he doesn't remember it as well as like the others do you know mm-hmm. so like it's him rewatching it and like him falling back in love with it and you can sort of see it yeah he didn't hate himself
10: scenes. nearly as much no
11: and it's so it's so cute
10: but we I also keep really the crusher like moment with the kid with Justin Long's character having to save the day. You know, you go to a kid no, to so save true. the day. That's like that's very it was very Roddenberry at the time. Shut up, Will. Shut up, Will.
6: Yeah.
10: <laughs> <Aww>.
1: Go ahead.
6: <laughs> oh, Shut up. Oh, yeah.
11: Yes. That long. No,
9: scene. I gotta say, another that's thing that sweet. hit me when I was doing my rewatch a few days ago was they really captured the convention scene at the time.
6: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. The convention
9: scene the, the, because, the, you know, if anybody would, had gone to one of the Vulcons or the Creation Cons or whatever back in 20, 25 years ago, they were in, like, these huge auditoriums mm-hmm. and all the dealers would be around. Like, they would be... The, you didn't have panel
6: rooms.
9: No. <coughs> like, they yes. were just all in one big yeah. area like that. And it was just... It really felt like they were... Like, the convention scene was real.
11: <laughs> it, so I- I dragged my parents to this movie and I had dragged my parents probably earlier that year because multiple times two different Star Trek conventions in Miami and my parents when we left this movie my mom just looked at me and she goes that's you
8: so that's what you
1: do at those conventions, dear. Oh no,
11: she would just be. Behind, actually, no, you're right. My mom yeah. never came. My dad. Always, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my dad just made sure I didn't get lost or no mm-hmm. creepy person talked to me, <laughs> <laughs> and I just. Let like, do my my thing.
1: parents would drop me off at the curb, and they'd say, "We'll pick you up at five
11: <laughs> So much more trusting. Yeah. yeah,
1: mom's at home cleaning out all the clothes she doesn't want her husband to wear. Anymore. Like,
6: <laughs> I
8: know what I'm doing today.
6: <laughs> and, and it was. What just, are you doing? Exactly. Oh yeah, my gosh. And they ran out with the fireworks.
8: At least he's outside.
10: at least he's outside. I think all of our parents can relate to that <laughs>
1: moment.
10: <laughs> I, I, the early days of the internet.
1: Oh god. oh god. Getting on
10: the group chat with all the buddies, and yes. yeah, that's.
1: I almost expected AOL to make yeah, an error. Yeah. I was looking like for the blue screen
10: of death popping in any time now. Exactly. Shut this community. You have mail. You have exactly. mail. <laughs> You're like no, no, no
8: I, don't, I don't want mail. I don't want mail. <laughs>
1: And the bol- the whole bulletin board thing yeah. It's just like oh god. Uh, so those and the, of fo- you-
10: the fan posters that you know that you either made or had your friends, <laughs>
1: yeah, because you didn't have places like this. No. to do that. kind even at the shows, you had some of the stuff, but a lot of it was all handmade.
10: Oh time. well, all the bootleg. I mean, all yeah. the bootleg
1: stuff, or that, or you you ordered from the back of Starlog magazine.
6: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
11: Back when comic books actually had. The ads, ads and yeah. ads on
10: them
1: yeah. Exactly Alright Everyone up is looking at us like What are they talking we're about?
11: Old, so we're so old We're old <laughs> Not that old Just like Uh huh Uh huh uh-huh.
8: uh-huh. You're old enough to be self-conscious yeah. about it yes. yes It's the 20th anniversary wow. of this movie How old are you? Yeah. That, that is 100%
11: sure
1: <laughs> The cool thing is I know in I think October They're releasing a brand new version Of this movie Really? Yes For the 20th anniversary I'm, and, I'm there no, <laughs> Not another one oh, no, no, yeah, no. Another version It's, it's, it's the, seconds, it's the special the whole, edition <laughs> The
10: whole tone <laughs> of the movie will change in those seven seconds
1: Exactly, but I have extra 13 seconds
10: Extra 13 seconds of footage, promise Promise, guaranteed
8: It'll be Justin taking the trash from, from the kitchen.
3: The <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> Sigourney,
8: Sigourney
6: okay? Yes. Oh, no, no, uh, no. Well, they, can,
1: they can put the bed scene
0: back in. you remember that on the extras? No. There's a scene where colleague is
6: showing... Um,
0: Oh, with the
7: spikes.
6: And the bed, the spikes. Yeah, yeah. where he's like this. He
11: says, I've actually tried it. Once you get used to it, it's very relaxing.
6: <laughs>
11: they look terrifying, too. Yeah. My, my favorite deleted scene is the one where Sigourney Weaver's character actually gets to kill two of the baddies yeah. by being sexy. She's like, fine, you know what? Yeah, you want like me? Her
6: come come here.
11: Come here. And then like, she's like, okay, we're going to need some privacy. Computer close the door and then it closes right on them
6: yeah. so it's
10: like <laughs> again to get that PG rating I know I yeah. know it definitely
11: would have maybe made it PG thirteen.
10: yeah, but it yeah. Be- <laughs> I don't see how it wasn't I mean not just the language stuff but like you said she's hanging out that entire you're like
8: yeah, yeah, yeah. the last third act is Sigourney yeah, and Weaver and Weaver yeah.
1: <laughs> wow well, yeah. wow it is. thank you thank
10: you thank
11: you
1: <laughs> 100% approval. Your I to ESO, <laughs> and-
11: actually
1: point them to attention, Darren. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
10: attention, Darren,
1: please. I, I'm
8: sorry. I'm a big fan of drag queens, so I noticed these things.
10: <clears throat> wow.
8: Golf <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. laughs> <laughs> clap. Okay. Yeah, there was contouring makeup there, people. I'm sorry. There was there was a little lifting, ladies. You know what I'm talking about. There was a little like. Elvira Everybody's like on. not giving it's you the, eye contact, bro. Right. they're <laughs> very uncomfortable. It's, the Kira, yeah, it's totally. the
11: Kira Knightley treatment. Yeah, it's the Kira Knightley totally. treatment. We all know it. Oh yeah, totally. yeah, that's
6: it.
7: As, as I remember, they did an interview. what Do you all said, know anything he, about Hold on, the the... hold on. <laughs> repeat, repeat your question. Sorry,
1: that's okay.
3: What's up? Do you all know anything of the story behind the genesis of how those scripts came to be written and produced? Like, who who are the driving forces behind it? and what was there about it? They,
1: like, Truthfully, it was originally written as a you know like a farce, hey, let's see if the Star Trek crew would actually do this, you know, type thing. And then it just grew from there, and, oh, we can't make them do this type thing. Which is thing. funny,
10: is the original cast originally was supposed to have a comedy. The fourth film was an Eddie Murphy vehicle. Eddie Murphy had wanted to do a Star Trek film. Mm-hmm. And
1: so... Just like Quentin Tarantino? Yeah, I mean, okay.
10: pretty much. But he wanted to do something funny... They, everybody was on board with it, but they could... Um, I think it's the sequel to... Um, oh, it's... it. Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop 2 gets mm-hmm. in the way. And right. so they scrapped the idea and they turned it into the, the conservation piece that we got. But,
9: but then the people but then the people making it, the studio, saw Superman 3 and remembered...
10: exactly. Yeah,
8: that's not a good idea. That's not necessarily no. something that works. <laughs> okay, imagine Eddie Murphy as uh, the Captain Kirk's love interest. Oh, seconds.
10: Okay,
9: We're done.
5: Wow, we're done...
10: Exactly.
3: It was a matter of some producers came up with this idea and threw it out
1: to some scriptwriters to write, or was it Joyce First? It was scriptwriters first. They came up with the idea, and they pitched it for a couple of years, actually. And they were trying to figure out, you know, what they could do, and it just evolved. And, like I said, Tim Allen came on to the project late, because... He was like he was not the first choice. And Rickman yeah. wasn't
10: big at this time. I mean, no. He had a couple of decent roles, but nothing. He was Hans
1: Gruber. already. He was Hans
10: Gruber already. Yeah. He, was, <coughs> he didn't really do much after that. Yes. Then, I mean,
7: well, he was doing more, doing a lot
10: he was doing a lot of oh, stuff. oh yeah. in yeah. yeah I mean but from my, he wasn't but yeah, a, not a movie here. presence no. I mean, yeah. outside of what yeah. gosh um, Die Hard Die Hard and then
7: quickly,
10: Down Under yeah.
9: and Prince of Thieves
7: yeah oh yeah I mean The Spoon is iconic yeah because I,
9: <laughs> yeah, I think Tim Allen gets top Christmas billing and I think Sigourney canceled. gets a, like, second <coughs> like second billing right yeah right. I mean yeah.
10: We, uh, it's amazing how they kept away from sci-fi actors in this <laughs> completely. I mean, they really didn't. They'd be outside not of her. Com-
11: well, I mean. I was going to say not completely. Well,
9: <laughs> well, no, outside point, of her, <coughs> though. I mean, they don't go and find just
10: television mean, actors. They think but I think
11: for genre actors. Right. I was going to say, I think, you yeah. know,
9: I mean, obviously with Tim doing the voice of Buzz just a few years before this, they probably were like, hey, this. He works. could play a spaceman. Yeah, he exactly. could play a spaceman, exactly. right? Like, exactly. Is, what what
10: she's honestly like, making fun of herself, too. It's right. really right. great. Especially when I has the... the I, mean, that's, I mean, it's aliens. It's the yeah. whole gag and alien, well, yeah.
1: Also, Sam Rockwell was fairly unknown at this he's point. He's completely oh, yeah. unknown. Yeah. 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 And yeah, so. yeah,
10: my wife hadn't hated him yet because of Charlie's Angels. I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a plus then, you know.
10: Yeah, she. I mean, Sam Rockwell will always be the bad guy in every movie she watches because of that and then um, The Green Mile. Mm-hmm. That's why she says... every. We're watching this for the first time. She was he's going to be the bad guy. He wait, he's gonna tra- he's gonna betray them all, he's gonna be the he's gonna be the aliens and kill them all. And I'm like, No, buddy, he's not the bad guy in this one. It's okay. Right? Dead. <laughs> I'm dead. <Yeah. laughs> in my more story, ways. Yeah. <laughs> this is a nice
6: one with me. Mm-hmm.
1: Here, look at the flashing light <laughs> 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 epileptic humor. Yeah. Just- so but it's actually kind of fun that it came through and truthfully I don't think it could be redone. No. I don't think they could capture the feel. I don't ca- think of it. I think it's something really special. You have cosplayers dressing up for it really wonderfully, and you also, but you also have a legacy. You have quotable things, mm-hmm. and, you know, for it.
10: Well, the fact that everybody can still watch it and get it exactly. It's it, the The technology doesn't date itself. Watching it. No, and, not at all. You know, the special effects are great. They're, they're wonderful. I mean. The, the rocket scene—it it really doesn't like they're shooting fireworks at each other, though, with the missiles. You know. Yeah. That I thought I thought that was so good.
8: Well, I mean, the chompers are. Yeah. Pretty the bad chomper CGI. Let's be honest. But about. it's good. But I mean, it's, it's, it's the whole it's point. It's
6: appropriate. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I love the scene when they were right underneath the Omega Thirteen. Oh, oh. It's still it's beautiful. And it's still beautiful. Yeah. And they looked up. It's just like it's almost like looking into infinity.
9: Yeah. And, they, and, and beyond. <laughs> it. You, got, you got it right.
2: <laughs>
9: thank you You set him up, I'll <laughs> knock him down yeah. right,
1: So I think, you know, with this movie <coughs> I think, you know
11: stopped it, stopped What's up? it
1: always
9: stops at one It always stops at one, one. Yes.
11: The
1: self
11: yeah. What, post, never so what else does it do, right? <laughs> it's good. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
1: Exactly, and I love it that She was like, computer, stop the self-destruct <laughs> I can't do that <laughs> <laughs> So it was just, Why
6: the hell not? Exactly. <laughs>
10: it's, her, her reactions are, are awesome.
1: So, you know, I think we got to start wrapping it up. You know, everybody, thank you guys for coming to this. It's It's special to us because this movie means a lot to a lot of us here. And I'm looking forward to showing this and watching this to friends who haven't seen it before. Mm-hmm. All two of them, you know. It, you know. If you have a
0: friend who hasn't seen it, make them watch yeah, it. Yeah,
3: exactly. they'll, they'll thank you later. I mean, it's I that to, good. I exactly. Last, I need to hear the last quote, though. So. Tell everybody. Never give up! Never give up! Never
1: Thank you guys very, very much. Great crowd. Let's go
6: down with line. You.
1: Enjoy your Dragon Hunt, and before you guys get out of here, Please rate us on the mobile app. Five stars. Thank you.
0: Love us. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) We're
1: (laughs) not pinching
8: hard. Exactly.
6: Well.
14: Hi, this is Ashley Pauls with this week's Box Office Buzz. I hope that all of you who had a chance to go to Dragon Con this weekend had a wonderful time. I know I was sad not to be there this year, but I really loved seeing all the photos of the parade, the cosplay, and all the other great stuff that happens at Dragon Con every year. If you're looking for something fun to do this weekend, there is a big movie coming out in theaters, which is It Chapter 2. Apparently, one scary clown movie wasn't enough, and the sequel will be arriving this weekend, taking place years later with a now-grown-up gang of kids. This one has a pretty impressive cast, including Jessica Chastain and Bill Hader. And I think it really just drives home that horror as a genre really is having a moment. Based on how well the first It movie did at the box office... I'm guessing that this one will pull in a lot of money this weekend as well and kind of kick off the fall movie season. And also, again, really proving that while I think there's still a lot of attention surrounding summer blockbusters and the idea of the summer blockbuster season, other movies like Black Panther and the original It movie show that, you know, a big movie is going to be a big movie any time of year. So... As you probably know, horror is not my personal favorite genre, but I hope those that are looking forward to this, I hope that it will be enjoyable. And apparently IT Chapter 2 has scared off all the other movies because there's nothing else really opening in terms of wide release this weekend. On DVD, though, we do have one of the would-be summer blockbusters, which is Men in Black International. I never got a chance to see this in theaters, mostly because I saw the reviews and thought, uh, eh, maybe this is one to skip. It is really interesting because Men in Black, of course, is a popular franchise from years back, and it did star two very popular actors currently, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, who were in the mega blockbuster Avengers Endgame just this summer. But for whatever reason, Men in Black International just didn't connect with audiences, and this is a narrative we continue to see as the summer blockbuster season just becomes so crowded with movies. There's so much to see, and especially with streaming, things like Stranger Things competing, competing for audiences' attention, this movie just didn't really find traction. I don't think I necessarily am in a rush to go see it on DVD, but if you're interested, it is there. That's it for this week's entertainment news. If you're looking for more entertainment content, be sure to check out my blog, boxofficebuzzab.wordpress.com. I'm continuing to blog my way through the Game of Thrones TV series and just wrapped up season seven. It's only one more to go. Uh,
12: Where are you from? Portland, Oregon.
0: I'm actually from North
11: Georgia. (laughs) Austin, Texas.
12: I'm from the D.C. area.
16: How long have you been going to Dragon Con? This is my seventh year.
5: So this is my first year coming as a participant, but I've been a con kind of watcher for a few years now.
13: Ah, uh, I. This is my twenty ninth Dragon Con. I've missed a few in between. Went to the second one ever, though. Oh, wow.
16: Okay, so that means if it's uh, your twenty ninth and you've missed a few in between, been, you're OG. You've been coming since the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Okay. Uh, so how long have you been coming to Dragon Con?
0: Oh wait, let me check. Oh. Since 2007.
16: Would you mind telling our audience what I'm looking at right now? What are you referencing to get that number?
0: I am currently looking at a list of 13 of my uh, cards that I keep every year in my badges. I put them all in the same lanyard, and I've luckily not lost them yet. <laughs>
16: this is your uh, first Dragon Con, you say?
0: It is. I've heard plenty of stories from some of my friends saying that they've gone some years in the past. Figured, you know, Atlanta's not too far. Drive away. Might as well you know, save up. Head on out.
7: This is my 10th
16: year.
13: Yeah, in a row. In a row. In a row.
16: Grizzled veteran,
7: battle-hardened.
0: This is my first time going to Dragon Con. Yep, this is our first
7: time. Yeah, I think this is my 11th year, but there might have been, like, one I missed. Yeah.
16: I won't tell if you don't.
0: This is actually my third year. Um, It's my first year actually staying the entire weekend and at the hotel, and I can... Easily hits the best year, just because of the ease of being able to be at the con.
16: This is my fourteenth year. Fourteenth year, that's uh, very cool. Very cool. What uh, in general? What's changed?
10: Uh, crowds gotten bigger um, since I've been coming. Uh, the number of hotels has increased. Uh, you know, younger crowds. Uh, it's become more mainstream. Uh, I've noticed the cell reception has gotten a lot
5: better in
8: the hotels. <laughs> You know, I don't know if it's just the uh, the hotel's improving their Wi-Fi network, or if it's, you know, just cell service becoming a little more stronger in the hotels. But you know, it's been easier to actually meet up with people. It used to be it
13: used to be a much wilder con. With as wild as it is, admittedly, used to be much wilder. Uh, they made it a lot more family friendly, and that made it a lot bigger. So you know.
10: When I first came here, it was like, you know, these are my people and we're the misfits of everybody. And now it's a little more cooler nowadays. So the crowd's a lot bigger and uh, a lot more diverse.
16: What's been your favorite moment so far?
11: <laughs> I love the Walk of Fame. Love it. The Walk of Fame <laughs> is probably my favorite so far. Um, running into some favorite characters when they're a little plastered and trying to give life advice to us. That, that's, a, that's an exceptional moment. <laughs>
12: Um, probably uh, a couple of the photo shoots that we've been doing. Yeah, so so just getting to, to do photo shoots with some of my favorite friends and, and costuming groups.
11: Uh, my favorite moments um, this con, um, well this year, uh, being in the Marriott. I've had really funny ho- or hotel elevator experiences, and every hotel. R- or every elevator is a new experience.
5: Um,
13: I saw some of my favorite characters that I really didn't expect to see this year. The uh, the skids from Letterkenny earlier.
8: Were, they, they were prepared. They had the cardboard out. They had the poses and everything. And that's that's always the best moment to me when someone gets all the way into character for what they're cosplaying.
11: Uh, I think I was going to the Nintendo photo shoot.
9: Actually no, I've got to agree with the walk of fame. It's a it's an absolutely great opportunity to get a little bit more up close and personal with the celebrities that are actually appearing here.
11: Ooh, favorite moment. Um probably just I was able to, for the first time in the 3 years that I've gone been able to actually experience like the late night like vibe of Dragon Con. <laughs> um we all know there is those those questionable things that happen in the late night, but I would have to say that being able to like, you know, just party, have fun with your friends, like listen out to some good music. Old and new is really just, it's really a lot of fun because you be able to just, like, let loose a little bit after all the heat throughout the day. And
16: What's been your
5: favorite panel? That's a difficult one, but I think probably the wearable tech. What's, what's your favorite part? The drinking.
15: I enjoyed, I saw the Expanse panel on the Friday and enjoyed that a lot. Uh,
0: mostly, I mean, it sounds a little odd to say it, but there's, like, diversity and cosplay panels. Those are all over. In fact, there's a panelist over there um i like i like those they, they tend to be very well staffed like there's plenty of people on there. there's plenty of people with, like good feedback good talk and good support and there's been a lot more representation in comic books and movies and it's been like something that's just really taken off
16: i'm dan clink
11: i'm tara newman
16: reporting here live on tape for the eso network uh at, from dragon con dragon con dragon con up
3: Dragon Con, up.
16: Dragon, Con up. Dragon Con! Yep, 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 yep. Uh, we have the privilege of standing here today with your defenders of cool and all things awesome, the Cybertronic Spree.
3: Well, thank you for that introduction. Oh man, it's
17: accurate. What's up, Berth? We're going to steal that (laughs) tagline. Free
16: money, brother. It's all yours. It's all yours.
6: Well, I was going to
17: steal it anyway. I don't need your permission.
16: (laughs) Yes. Of course you don't. Oh, Rumble. Rumble. Rumble's in the house. Rumble's in the house. He is double purple, everybody. And uh, I think we also have R.C. How you doing?
3: I am so fine tonight.
16: Hot Rod. New boss in charge. How you doing? I'm doing very, very well. Excellent. Sure, excellent. he's in charge. Uh, well, okay, I mean, <laughs>
17: yeah, he is
16: well, most of the time. You got the Matrix, right? No, no,
17: he gave it up.
16: I mean, I was going to ask like, is it, in your, is it in your safe or something?
18: No, noob question, everybody. Uh, <sighs> that Matrix back where it belongs. I was a terrible leader. That's right. Let's be let's be real. But I'm excellent at leading a band of misfit robots in rocking out.
16: What is the Cybertronic Spree?
18: So the Cybertronic Spree is beyond good, beyond evil, and beyond your wildest imaginations.
3: (laughs) It will transform your
17: life. It's Autobots, Decepticons, and various other mechanical monstrosities brought together by the power of rock and roll to move you emotionally, hopefully in a positive way. But if you're feeling down, you know, that's cool too, I guess. I
16: mean, you're not their mom. You're not going to tell them how to live, but you're giving really good advice. It's
17: a band full of moms, if we're being honest. Right. Yeah, we get on each other's case about stuff all the time. Because you love each other. No, we we actually don't.
18: Yeah, this is a band that was built on hate. And, you know, we just don't like each other at all. But the power of rock does supersede it all. And so we come together.
3: We channel it into something positive.
18: Yeah.
1: Right.
17: That's right.
11: On the streets,
17: Hot Rod and I fight. But on the stage, (laughs) the rhythm section's tight.
11: (laughs) There it is. So the three of you are here today. Who else is going to be with you at 1.30?
18: So, uh, yeah, we're a motley crew, really. We've got, in addition to ourselves, we've got the mysterious Quintesson. We've got the Unicron, Devour of Worlds, the Chaos Bringer himself. Excellent. Eight-string guitar destroyer yeah. of licks. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we also have, joining us, special for Dragon Con, Soundwave and Shockwave is awesome. going to be in the house tonight. So, yeah. <laughs>
17: And about uh, 2,000 other people.
16: So uh, you just wrapped a crowdfunding campaign to put out your rendition of uh, Transformers The Movie soundtrack. Can you walk us through the process between the genesis of that project and where we are now?
18: Yeah, sure. I'd love to. So we, we always wanted to, obviously, we were built because of Transformers The Movie, and the music just it needed to be brought live. And we thought, what better way to do that by getting together, get the bots together, and just rocking it out live, seeing if this is something that humans here on Earth can appreciate. And turns out, they like it a little. So we came back for beyond our one show mandate. And uh, yeah, we actually put aside our grudges, our differences, and thought, let's just Battled it out on stage. And so this Kickstarter project was really the first excuse we had to lay a studio album because we never really wanted to enter the music business, you know, in the traditional sense. We always just thought we were doing something for the experience of the here and now, you know, it's like you got to be there or be square. And what better way to do that than just rocking it out live. So this was a really unique challenge to start our very first physical recording.
11: So what was the most fun you guys had in interacting with humans on the crowd sourcing, uh, mechanism? Oh.
3: Well, there was this one time our human audio engineer, um, I mean, he was, he was doing some mixing and things got a little crazy there. And, uh, we didn't know that putting duct tape on a human was painful, but.
18: Yeah, Shockwave got involved in this, and uh, we, the Autobots were not in the studio at the time, but there was some shenanigans. The Decepticons were in charge that day, and uh, we have a human audio engineer. His name is Greg Harrison. He's a very talented um, composer recording artist. Uh, I think he, he also plays some music, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got him. We tapped him, just, uh, and he, he's still alive. That's good. Yep, yep. That's
11: good. Yep. It's always a concern when these guys are involved. That's it. Yeah. So no, we, we kinda balance each other out. Yeah. yeah.
17: bigger than me. He could take me, I think. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a big guy. He can't take he can't take Soundwave though. No. No, no. Yeah, he was uh he was doing some funny stuff with the mix and I think he was just trying to he was trying to get a rise out of us in the studio, especially with the drums. He was making everything sound like I was in a tin can or something. And I didn't know he was joking, so we got pretty angry with him, and then we we took it a little too far. But yeah, he's
18: okay. He's okay. Yeah, he, <laughs> he still likes us. We still like him. He'll be fine. He'll be okay. fine. Good, He'll good. be fine. He even we even paid him. Paid him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We paid him. He he got paid. He got, you gave got him got some of our paper money.
17: Well, he's got new
18: clothes now. He he had dinner. Yeah. 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 Dinner yeah. important. Uh, and he, we, we even gave him an NDA. So, you know, like, so yeah, it was all good. If you ask yeah. him, he
3: had a great time that That's night. That's
16: right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cybertronic Wire is my new jam. Straight up. Really, really. Uh, and after this interview, it's going to be your new jam as well, good listeners of the ESO Network. Uh, what circuitry upgrades uh, led you to make the leap towards producing original
18: content? It's strictly because the band humans wanted to hear it. They they said, These covers are great. Do you guys write your own? And we thought, Right. Wow. Do creative things. And then we you know, we went online and we researched machine learning and like AI and stuff and we were laughing and laughing and we we're like, I bet if we forced ourselves to watch one thousand hours of music. You know, that we could do some of this. So, yeah, look out. Machine learning is coming at you. And Cybertronic Warrior was the very first attempt. So, yeah, yeah we're by very that time.
3: By that time, we had a pretty good handle on the uh, Earth instruments. So we weren't breaking them all the time. So we thought, yeah, it's a good time to start writing our own material.
17: Yeah, the, the mentality behind that is, what if there was a Transformers animated movie that came out in 1987, like a follow-up? What would the main banger of that soundtrack be? And that's what Cybertronic Warrior became.
16: That's what Cybertronic Warrior is. Oh, great. Definitely. Thank you. Definitely.
17: I had nothing to do with it.
6: Hey.
11: Hey,
17: I didn't write any of the lyrics. I just hit things.
16: (laughs) Uh, You're welcome.
18: (laughs) But you're doing what you love, and that's the important bit. (laughs) This is true. He loves hitting things. Yes. With sticks.
16: Loves to rumble. Yeah. That's what you're built for.
17: Yeah, well, it's my name, so... Can you imagine if if your name instead of Dan was interviewer? That's like me. <laughs> like, it, who else is like that? It's me and Cobra Commander. That's it.
11: <laughs> so you have mentioned before that other robots and Cybertronic beings join you guys. Yep. Is there uh, some sort of tech group from another show that you want to come on stage with you that has not come on stage with you yet?
18: You know, we've had a few guest stars when we first started up, and they've mainly been uh, Weird Al (laughs) Yankovic. Or people who look... Strange strange Owls. owls. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Strange Owls owls have been joining us on stage for a while, but we've always wanted to collaborate with others, and and we continue to do that, um, I guess, just live. Um, It's also very dangerous, though, because we're robots. We get very you know, up in each other's grill on stage. And so generally for humans, they need to wear at least a hard hat uh, like Spike, who uh, sadly succumbed to the last concert we had in Toronto last weekend. Yeah.
17: Yeah. He got banged up real good.
16: (laughs) Yeah. The video, Cybertronic Warrior. What was that all about? Who did you tap to help? uh, I mean, the end product is rad. You said that that was your first attempt. Yes, it was. Dude. Your last attempt? I mean, I'm just, I'm just I'm going to go in cryostasis for a couple decades and see, see what I can get. Tell us about the video. Just all about the video. Oh, well.
3: We were so excited to work with a director by the name of Steven Kostansky. Oh, yeah. yeah. He Who, is the yeah.
18: genius behind Manborg. If you haven't seen Manborg, check out Manborg. But more recently, The Void. Yeah, he's like a horror guru. He's a super talent. And w
17: for wish in the compilation the ABCs of death part two yes. and that 's the one that we saw where we were fans of Manborg, but when we saw w for wish, we were like, Oh yeah, we need to work with this guy this is, what were you going to say okay,
16: well I mean this is the human right this is yeah, the yeah. this yeah. is the seventy percent meat full of water meat and, so we water, meat sack. Him. <laughs> and uh, well, we lured him, we lured him with We we
17: we, we
18: just is that he wanted to work with us, and and then Rumble was like, okay, I'll let him out now, and see those
17: quotations. We emailed him the the song, because it was done already, we were waiting, we we needed the song first to do the video, that's how it works. That's how it works on Earth. And so we emailed him an early version of the song and said, you're going to meet us at Sneaky D's, which is this dive bar in Toronto and and he met us and he had this binder full of notes and and other pictures and stuff and we're like oh this guy's he's serious like he, he was way more prepared than i thought he we would be we hadn't even told him how little budget we had yeah. <laughs> yeah and anyway he he did all this stuff we built a set with him yeah that was cool he built a giant robot we got to control it
18: yeah, yeah that was sort of the sad part well, uh, so an instruction manual. That's it. So we were flying this giant robot. We all fit in the head, and uh, RC's voice powered the thing. And like the rest of us playing our instruments were making it move and do things. And then we took it out for a spin and, uh, and we trashed it in the video. Spoiler alert, it gets completely wrecked. And Steven is now horribly in debt. Uh, so we said sorry. He was really cool about it before they carted him off um and yeah we're we're now you know on the side we sort of raise money to uh get him out of um jail
16: it's the journey though right it is somebody's got to trash a robot even if it's somebody else's i mean you know human debt versus uh, the fate of what's cool in the universe that's it that's it it's, it's like
18: just you know it was like it was a good creative it's decision it. yeah understood. he understands the struggle oh, yeah. right as a
11: robot what was it like piloting a robot was it a bit of an existential crisis (laughs) how are you doing
18: it's kind of meta it's almost like you know it's like humans maybe using forks or something like you know it's like this is it's you're using it for you but it's not you but it but it you relate to it it's deep
17: for me i was just running the engine really like every every time i hit something it powered it a little bit more so it was kind of like putting your foot on a gas pedal and that's what I was doing. I wasn't in charge of where he was going or anything like that, but I had to make sure he, he was
18: able to do stuff. That's also you... why it fell apart. It's, it didn't work at all. Like we, we were all thinking, oh, no, everybody. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was a group effort. It didn't matter what we were doing. We were just playing the song, and then we were like, oh, I thought, no, go left. And you're like, how do you do that? And, yeah. Well, <laughs> the rest is history. Versus
16: video. A um, uh, couple quick questions. How much Energon goes into a new song?
18: Well, here on Earth, not a lot of energon, because, well, right. we not, not so much of that, but yeah. But a lot of alcohol goes into the creation of this original material. It fuels our engines almost as much as the power of our fans.
16: Uh, moving forward, what, what's your next move? Uh, how do you plan on continuing uh, to dare us to keep our dreams alive?
3: Well, like Rumble mentioned, we wanted to start writing music that would be the sequel to the movie. Uh, so we 're looking at writing some more original tracks
16: uh, final question: Where can we find you? How can we find you give us our, give you our How human money really that you 've earned? Where can we get you on the social networks we'll
18: technically we 're robots in disguise, so you can't but if you 're looking online, you can find us at YouTube cybertronic band on Twitter or Cybertronic spree on facebook cybertronics the cybertronicspree dot com for yeah, ticketing. You have to put...
17: Make sure that V is part of the URL because someone squatted just com and and it's a bunch of car porn
18: now. Yeah, we thought it was, we think it's Soundwave. He's just pranking the band, but uh, it's no joke. There is malware on that. So yeah, don't Don't do that. Don't. Yeah.
16: Cybertronicsprey.
17: Just look us up on Facebook and and you'll be all right. (laughs) you will figure it out. you will figure it out. Zuckerberg's got our back for now.
16: For now. For now. Rumble. RC. Hot Rod. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Cybertronic Spree, everybody. Cybertronic Spree. Check them out. What were you most looking forward to?
0: I was just looking forward to seeing everybody in cosplays because this is like the only event that I really go to a year where I can see everybody who like is into the same things that I'm into. And I think that's really cool to like hang out with people.
7: Um, I think my favorite part was seeing one artist that I saw my first time coming here was still here and had a booth and everything. And I went and I talked to her about how I still had her art. Yeah, that was really cool to me.
13: Uh, mostly just to seeing friends that I only see at, at, at the con. I have people that I see every year uh, uh, for thirty years now or whatever uh, that uh, that I I miss. If I don't see them at con,
15: that's, yeah. Just, I enjoy going to the vendors. I enjoy spending time with my two daughters who I bring down with me. Uh, My daughter's first year in college, so she kind of drove down for the weekend. It was my first time seeing her since she left for school a few weeks ago. So it's a special family opportunity for for dad-daughter time.
16: Your favorite cosplay that you've seen?
0: Oh, okay. I saw a Mad Max um, cosplay and he had two, like, really big dogs, and his costume was amazing. Oh, yeah. You saw that?
12: Uh, I like the guy that dresses as
16: Alien. Like, full-on, like, like the Xenomorph? Yes.
7: So, yesterday, we were in cosplay um, as Team Rocket from Pokemon. And it just was, like, super fun to interact with all the other people that were dressed as, like, stuff from Pokemon. I don't know.
11: And I don't know all the characters to things, but I did see a guy who had, like, this real fur thing around his shoulder and long hair. He looked at something out of Lord of the Rings. It was beautiful.
5: Oh, goodness, there's so many. But um, yesterday I saw I saw this lady in a Venom outfit, and it was killer.
13: Really, I've seen some really horribly inappropriate ones that were my favorite that probably should never have been worn. Uh went to the fantasy
15: cosplay, and there was a League of Legends cosplay. I don't play League, so I don't know the character's name, but it was a 9-foot-tall looked like an alligator and it was fantastically done i mean just every detail perfectly executed fantastic work
12: what's your weirdest con moment Uh, probably when i was working security at con and uh, i had to break up two guys who were having a lightsaber fight
16: like a real lightsaber fight like they
12: weren't real lightsaber fight they were
16: actually angry at each other Uh, what's been your favorite moment so far
0: So I came here to see Brandon Sanderson, the author of the Mistborn series in Stormlight Archives, and that was basically just why I came in the first place. (laughs) Yep, and I'm mom, so I'm (laughs) helping her live out her dream. Uh, Actually, this morning I went to see the Karate Kid panel, and that was so fun, because I just love that movie, and yeah, that was really cool. Like, exceptionally more friendly. There's people handing out snacks, there's people just like like handing out cute things and singing songs <laughs> just it was just a lot of really pure moments and we had a really good time we did
11: how's the
16: experience been just for the both of you you know mother daughter
11: it was, it's very fun it's um a real people watching place <laughs> it was
0: awesome i love to dress up and just you know be a character that you've always wanted to be around so many people who are like you you don't see a lot of people like this in real life you know you kind of wish like it, it was like this all the time, you know. Uh,
16: what are you most looking forward to? Uh, all the parties. Each night, they're great, and the drinking, of course.
0: Um, probably just meeting up with friends I haven't seen in exactly a year ish. Um, definitely my highlight has been some of the parties. Last night were fantastic. Last what's it? Last uh, night on Alderaan, the last party on Alderaan.
15: I've always got a kick out of an evening in Brie, but I think the thing that most impresses me is just the inclusiveness that is shown here, and I think the world would be a better place if what happens here on a daily basis happened all the time.
16: Why why go to DragonCon?
15: It's just a great great party, great people,
12: fun, they have something for everyone.
5: Would you recommend DragonCon? Yes, because DragonCon is one of the biggest ones, so there's a lot of opportunities for a whole bunch of different interests, and so it's really nice to be able to come and be... If you're a fan of more than one thing, to be able to come in and get a little bit of all of it. Would you recommend Dragon Con?
0: Yes, yeah, it's fun. It's a, it's a real fun Yeah, I'd totally recommend Dragon <laughs> Con to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you.
11: Oh, definitely.
7: Um, to people who are okay with crowds, yes.
11: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's great fun.
8: I mean, there's a little something for everybody.
7: Would you recommend Dragon Con? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I'll be back.
10: Definitely.
16: Would you recommend Dragon Con? Oh, yes. And why would you do that?
10: I've been to other cons uh, locally, and it's like nothing compares to Dragon Con. Uh, The streets roll up at like 11 o'clock at every other con, and this
16: is all night. Would you recommend Dragon Con?
0: Always. I would recommend it over any other con.
16: This is Dan Klink reporting for the ESO Network. Uh, We have a very special guest uh, who joined us this weekend at Dragon Con. Superstar author of The Best Saturdays of Our Lives and Senior Programming Operations Manager at Adult Swim, Mr. Mark
2: McRae. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing great. It's so wonderful to be back at DragonCon. I haven't been to DragonCon since 2012, and so I'm making my triumphant return. That's right. Triumphant return of Mark McRae.
16: Yeah, so you and I uh, hung out a lot at the convention Uh, you probably you know my voice is raspy uh you have a good time oh yeah i had
2: a great time uh it was a lot of fun got to see a lot of friends i hadn't seen in a long time i also got to make some new friends which was even more awesome and um i think you know the fact that they had the convention sort of laid out at you know five different hotels as well as america's mart you know um it just made things a little easier because I believe like in 2012 when I went, um, all the events were in two hotels and America's Mart and just kind of darting back in between the two hotels seemed to be um a little bit of a pain in the neck. But this time around, because there were other hotels to go to and check out, um, I don't know, having more hotels just seemed to make it much easier. Well,
16: you know what? Let's just uh let's just roll tape, yeah?
2: Yeah. Let's go for it.
16: Yeah, so this is Dan Clink, uh ESO Network, Dragon Con Con report reporting live, recorded, in line, picking up our Dragon Con badges. Standing uh, in line with me here, superstar author of the best Saturdays of our lives. I, I think he does something in Adult Swim, too. I, I don't want to push him on that, though. Uh, my, my dear friend, Mark McRae. Mark, how you doing?
2: Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, really enjoying this uh, registration process at DragonCon. It's my first time uh, being on this super-duper long line, uh, but things seem to be really organized, and it's a great place to people watch and see some of the cosplayers as well. Uh, before the convention actually starts
16: you know I, i totally totally, you know this line when we got here we went to the right and we ended up walking all the way around the entire hotel because the line wrapped around wraps around the entire hotel
2: correct like if we had gone to the left we would have probably gone you know
16: i'd be home by now mark i'd be home by now is what you're saying right (laughs)
2: <laughs> and I would be where I'm supposed to be, which I'm not going to say where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> yeah,
16: no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's moving well, though. I mean, I was thinking in the beginning, you know, S- Space Mountain better be at the end of this, right? <laughs> there better be...
2: Expecting a big prize or something just for standing in line. I mean, yeah. it is a huge process, but it's kind of fun, too. You know, there's a certain type of uh, camaraderie about, you know, seeing people and everybody going through the same process and standing in line right. at a convention. Right, right, right. I, I can't explain it, but it's, it's pretty cool.
16: Yeah, th- 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 that
2: energy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow,
16: that was that was quick.
2: That was a really quick uh, registration process. One of my friends told me not to come down on Thursday because they said, you'll be on that line for three hours in the blistering sun, and it's going to be terrible. You should just show up on Friday, get your pass, and you'll be able to breeze through. And I found out that that was totally not true. It's a lie. It's It's a a lie. lie. Yeah, it's a lie. Don't
16: don't believe it, people. Don't (laughs) believe it. Don't believe it. We thought we were going to stand in line. We thought we were going to jump on the mic. Make a little entertainment off of everybody's misery.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the line moved so fast, we sort of forgot that we should be recording. So um, it worked out pretty good. And uh, uh, when things were able to slow down, we were actually able to talk to people.
16: We were here, the public service announcement. Yeah, Mark and Dan letting you know. Come get your tickets, dude. Come get your tickets. They don't want your tickets. You want your tickets. Come get them.
2: When um, I was standing on the vendor artist alley line today because the person you know kept having to direct people if this is where you're going this is the line you have to stand in front of and you got to be in within the yellow tape right you know and she would say it like every five minutes right and i'm like thinking to myself she's got to be tired of saying that right over right and over again right And, um, but you know, she's a volunteer and I knew that's what she signed up for, but it was good that she was saying it because I didn't even know where the line ended. Had to be said. Right. Had to be said. And then the funniest thing that happened when we were going up and down (laughs) all over around on this line, trying to figure out like where it goes and how it wraps around, uh, the guy that was standing in front of me. And I heard this other guy say, where is the freaking yellow tape? Because at some point the yellow tape ran out. Like someone decided, okay, we don't need yellow tape anymore. (laughs) Or they didn't anticipate the line being that long. Because that was the other thing I was thinking about. I'm like, someone actually had to lay this yellow tape out. And it's everywhere. And it was everywhere. It's everywhere, man. And um, that could not have been easy. You know, so oh, I, was, yeah, I was thinking about those things. Yeah, somebody
16: and needs a chiropractor after this weekend. Yeah. For sure. All that yellow tape to, mm-hmm. to show you where the queue is. Long weekend, and
2: it's not over yet. Yeah. It's, we it's, got <laughs> we got another hard 48 hours to go <laughs> on this. It's, it's definitely not over, but um, some of the things I'd like to talk about, okay, uh, what I liked was our fun ride on the elevator last night. Oh, man. Kavika, Mark, and I, we got it done on the elevator. You know what? Yeah, yeah, dude,
16: those elevators, man. I'm telling you.
2: Yeah, so there is a certain uh, uh, com- camaraderie camaraderie yeah. that is that happens at a lot of conventions, and and you just don't know when you know people are going to connect or when those moments are going to happen. But when they're spontaneous, like they were on the elevator, right. I think that's one of the most awesome times uh or, or the or one of the nicest surprises for example the elevator was super packed and this guy was cosplaying as a commander riker from um star trek the next generation and he's debating whether or not he's going to get on the elevator right. and someone yells out riker get on this elevator and he gets right. on and everyone laughs right and We're going down, uh, we're trying to uh, get down uh, from our floors to the lobby, and I think it was, uh, who started the shout about lobby, lobby, do you remember? Yeah, 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 she started that, and everyone just kind of chimed in. Kavika's like double con beast mode, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone, everyone chimed in and said lobby, and believe it or not, the elevator went straight to the lobby. There were no local stops on this oh, elevator. It's like we invoked it. Yeah. She, yeah she, she, like, she, threw,
16: she, she threw some of that big medicine out there. Right, so right. Some spark magic happened, mm-hmm. ended up in the lobby. Yeah. yeah. And what was cool about the Riker guy is he, he was having, I was looking in that man's eyes, mm-hmm. he was having an actual moment of social anxiety. That was real. Yes. And part of me was almost like, everybody shut up. This guy's going to take the next elevator. Mm -hmm. Okay? Respect this. Right. What happened? Because I I was, my face was being shoved, like, into the door, right? (laughs) I I was was in the front. You you guys got a little bit deep in the back. I was, like, pretty up. I was looking at this guy Mm -hmm. and was like, get in the elevator. You saw the social anxiety. And when somebody went, get in the elevator, Will. Right. What the translation was, this is a safe place in your home now. Right. You're safe.
2: Come on. Fans of these shows are not everyone knows who the characters are most of the time. And the fact that we can actually call the uh, a person who's cosplaying out by their character name even in a situation like whether the board an elevator or not. It just that's what makes a convention like Dragon Con great.
16: What else?
2: What else Let's about see. this Dragon Con that you uh
16: now Mark Mark gets to go home at night. Mark gets to go home to to Mark's bed, to Mark's family, to Mark's comfort zone mm-hmm. at night. I'm it's like I'm staying in the green zone at the back in Baghdad. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm with the Motley crew of uh individuals who all kind of found each other on on
2: the Facebook page. Uh, right. You smelled my room. Yeah? yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had the uh displeasure of smelling your room. Yeah. Ah, but uh to be fair, you know, you did give me a fair warning yeah. about it and um so uh I was I was prepared, you know what the, I mean? And they're all look, decent folks, right? Right, right. And you know, I've raised uh, two teenage boys and so I know what <laughs> my son's, a funky room smells like, believe me. My son just turned 13 mark
16: and I got to tell you his room it's getting funky, smell. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's starting to happen. Yeah, it's starting to happen. Yeah, dude, smell. I know. Getting that, getting that, <laughs> getting that dude smell going. And, and dragon. That's. I mean, dragon Con, man, dude, smell. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Not right. as bad on the floor. Last year, I, I I smelled it a lot worse than this year mm-hmm. out on the floor. People walking around.
2: Yeah, I. You know, well, like you said, we got another forty-eight hours. I haven't really smelled anyone. You know, being uh, super funky this year. Yeah, I mean, right? but it's it's one of the things that goes along with a convention. I mean, I've been to plenty of other conventions. Oh, and, it is an old hat. Yeah, right, right, yeah. I mean, it's something that you would expect. Right. And, um, uh, but, you know, uh, knock on wood, uh, <laughs> hasn't happened for this year. Right. So uh, that's a good thing. And when I was out at PowerCon in I- Anaheim, another cool part about the convention is m- going to the uh, Rankin-Bass uh, panel which I got to late because I even though I have an app with my schedule on it um, for some reason I thought it was at 3 o'clock and it was actually at 2.30 and it was already in progress oh. but I got a chance to ask really good questions and I stood around towards the end to talk to the presenter whose name I can't remember nope. right now you know
16: we can, do- we can we can make that story double interesting because mm-hmm. I was scheduled to interview this gentleman and Mark wrote my questions out for me. Here, I've got them. Uh, let me get in my. Oh. Let me see if I can oh, find them. Both Mark and I, we slung our phone. This is like uh, this is like a New West showdown. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's see who's gonna get there first. Who's gonna get there? And oh,
2: damn it, I bet you got it. Yeah, you? I got it already. So it was the panel was called the making of the Mad Monster Party that was produced by Rankin Bass. with uh, John Goldschmidt. Yep. Okay. Rick Dan, John Goldschmidt. Dan beat me to it. All right. <laughs> So Rick John Goldsmith um, was a really super knowledgeable, nice person and knew a lot about Rankin-Bass. So uh, the first panel I did or uh, uh, went to was uh, the Star Trek convention. I mean, the Star Trek panel that talked about all the exotic aliens from all of the Star Trek series, even the animated series. And uh, it was a pretty cool panel. I learned a lot as well. And uh, it was run by my friends that run the Star Pod Log podcast, which I have also participated on. Um, It's a good show. Yeah, it's really good. Good good (laughs) Yes. So it was hosted. The the panel was hosted by uh, uh, a couple named kathy and ryan which uh they actually helped me do you know get involved with my first panel um at another convention at a uh, a star trek convention and it was great being there to support them and to learn more about star trek uh, as a franchise with all the aliens and uh, they passed the mic around so you just weren't sitting in the audience and listening they had people participating and asking questions and i even answered some trivia questions and so it just made the panel experience uh really cool so i went to go see uh one of the highlights was seeing dan parent who works at archie comics he's like one of my favorite artists in the world and uh he um I followed him, you know, as, as an artist from ni- since 1992 and just seen his work just evolve and just become greater and greater. And he just said that uh, I, this is the first time that I had to, I've never seen a convention where you have to jump from one building to another. And I thought that was kind of interesting because for the people who live here, you know, we felt like it would be great to have it um, like in one place. Everything's sort of spread out in one place, and that's what you're used to. But when you go to other conventions, like even when you go to Comic-Con out in San Diego, they have that huge convention it's center. One, it's a big-ass place, but right, it's but, one big-ass place. Right. But right. even there, the uh, some of the panels are spread out yes, yes. to some of the neighboring hotels. Right. You know, because it's gotten so much bigger. And I think for people here at Dragon Con... They, if they've gone here a couple of times, they've just gotten used to it. And I'll be honest with you, it's, the, it's, it's one of the conventions that I've done the most walking. <sighs> I wasn't going to say
16: this to you. I wasn't going to tell you. Last night, you know, Mark and I, Mark's me a get time downtown. We walked a couple miles. We had, we had to get out of the war zone, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I woke up with blisters, man my, my yeah, feet were kind of have... i mean oh, it, really? yeah it's not it's not because i'm a i'm a fat overweight degenerate who sits in front of a mic <laughs> and maybe chain smokes and uh, makes unhealthy choices I and my am... shoe my shoes suck <laughs> i mean yeah me too don't tell this guy though I'm, I'm trying to impress him he's he's kind of a big deal wow yeah that was a uh, heck of a time heck of a time what what well, what would you do differently next year i mean we're going to dragon con next year right
2: Yes, I'm definitely going. I think next year what I would do differently is definitely get a hotel that's closer in so I won't have to be schlepping from Atlanta to Powder Springs and back and forth and, you know, parking at work and all of that kind of shenanigans. Um, and I think I would try to learn, uh, to use the app a little better because there was a whole lot of things going on at Dragon Con that I missed that I didn't even know was happening until after the fact. Um, and, uh, unfortunately I found out a lot of these things on Saturday and Sunday when it was too late. So, um, I think those are the things I would, you know, I'll probably do a little different.
16: Yeah, I mean as everybody can tell by my voice, uh I had a, a really rad time, Mark. i know you had a super awesome time.
2: Yes, I did.
16: Definitely look forward to sharing my Dragon Con with you again next year.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to uh uh our sophomore season at uh
5: That's Dragon right. Con. <laughs> That's
16: right. That's, <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. That's right. We're uh uh so, yeah, author of the best Saturdays of our lives. Uh, where can everybody find the book, Mark?
2: All right. So if you want to order a copy, a signed copy of my book, you can go to the best of Or if you don't feel like typing in the best Saturdays of our lives, you can type in the initials of the book, which are T as in Thomas, B as in boy, S as in Sam, O as in Oscar, L as in Larry.com. And I will send you a signed copy of my book.
16: Yeah, it's a great book. Everybody go out and buy it. Go buy two.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mark.
16: Thank all you so right. much.
2: Yeah, it's my pleasure. It's my, my pleasure. Dragon Con was really awesome this year. And uh, it was uh, really great, you know, being able to hang out with you and taking the sights and people watch and all the cosplay and all the craziness of, of Dragon Con.
16: Oh, yeah. Back at you. Back at your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next year, everybody. Next year. Be be looking for Mark and I.
6: Yeah. (laughs) Life of the Con. (laughs) Yeah,
16: one of the staples of Dragon Con is the vendor's room. But you also have Artist Alley. You got the gaming going on here. You know, rolling them 20-sided dice and such. We got video games. We got it all. Vendor's Hall. Let's check it out. So Dragon Con requires a lot of people to put this thing together. So the rest of us can go ahead and have a good time as seamlessly as possible. Uh, I have a gentleman with me right now uh by the name of Isaac Ray. Uh Isaac, can you can you tell all the good people out there uh what it is you do for them, for us, for Dragon Con?
13: Oh, I spend uh, the the Wednesday before and the and the Monday after uh Pulling thing, putting things into the dealer's room and pulling things out of the dealer's room. have got to set all those booths up. We've got to tear all those booths down
16: so that you can uh, spend all your wonderful money. So tell me about your con experience, man. How was it this year uh, from a uh, from a vendor perspective?
6: Uh,
13: we did pretty well. I think uh, everybody did pretty well. It's uh, it's always a madhouse, so. It's, uh, it's always hard to tell until you get back and do the numbers.
16: They implemented a line to get in there because they limit the amount of people now that are in there at any one time. It used to be just kind of free-for-all, right?
13: Yeah, 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 yeah. The line this year was really, really, really long, and I did hear a lot of people complain about it. By the time they get in there, they're too tired to shop. So we're going to have to
16: figure something out next year, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, it's always evolving, you know. If somebody wanted to be a vendor here, you got any advice for them?
13: Start now. It's going to take you a long time to get your uh, your booth together and then to get a spot. So uh, start now.
16: Any tips for uh, the people coming in to buy?
13: Um, the secret is wait till Monday. Hey,
16: and what day is today? Today is Monday. Get in there and buy stuff. Right. That's right. All right, hey, Isaac, my man, appreciate Thank you. I am here at the Joystick Arcade, uh, Building 1, America's Mark, and I am pleased to be sitting down with Brian Thompson, Game Operations, here at DragonCon. Brian, how you doing?
12: I'm doing pretty good.
16: Excellent, excellent. Uh, so tell me a bit about this. Uh, how did uh, DragonCon approach you? How did you approach DragonCon? How did the, uh, the partnership to bring this awesome classic arcade... Uh, into here
12: but th- th- we've had a relationship with Dragon Con going back many years and it was decided that we should do this and four years ago well three years ago in 2016 uh, we did our first year I think we had 18 games total that year went off really well and it's been better each year since and now here we are with 27 games
16: very cool very cool what's the mood been like in here
12: oh, it's been fantastic the response has been phenomenal everybody loves it uh, I've had tons of positive response. So a lot of people uh, reliving their childhoods. You know, they're finding games they haven't seen in years and getting their getting their plays in.
16: I'm definitely reliving my childhood, man. I'm telling you, you guys next year you got to come on down. This is this is the arcade that you used to loiter in when you were a kid. If you're Generation X, uh, yeah, it's it's here and it's all waiting for you. You guys have been going 24 hours, haven't you?
12: Yeah, it's 24 hours. We started up uh, Thursday. When the convention opened at 4 p.m., and we've been going since, we'll shut down at 5 p.m. today.
16: Uh, You know, I I walked to the floor with you as you were inspecting the machines, making sure everything's cool, making sure everybody's happy. You have a real passion for this. Where does that come from?
12: Uh, It's a labor of love. I have a certain respect for, you know, of course, the games and for the uh, arcade gaming in general. I mean, it's always been a labor of love for me. I've been into pinball ever since I was probably five years old. That was my mother's fault. She bowled on a league, and she would give me quarters, and I would go away. So uh, that's kind of where it started, and I've just always been into it. Um, you know, part of it is you see so many of at least some, some of the old school operators that don't take any care of their games, and we want to be different. You know, there's a lot of us that really actually do care about it. And we want them to be the best they can be and bring the best experience to people we can. Uh, and that is not just here, but of course back at our various places that we work or manage. Uh, There's quite a community of us that are into it. And, of course, I work for Joystick Game Bar. I'm the game operations there. And I take the same care of their games as I take care of my own. Um, You you know, you go down there, you'll notice every monitor looks nice. The pinballs are playing well. uh, Every coin slot is lit up. Every marquee works. The games are clean. So it's, it's just to bring the best experience we possibly can. You know, we want to make sure that they're fun and also safe. We don't want any anybody to shock off of something or find a sharp edge. So, uh, you know, every uh, every little detail.
16: Growing up, uh, you had video game operators, and video games were these you know little sources of entertainment. But as we move forward, decade after decade, these are going on 40, 40 years, 40-plus 40 years. You're going... most, of, most,
12: of these games, most of these machines are 35 to 37, 38 years old now. Right,
16: right. You've gone from really... Uh, uh, Operator to almost uh, preservationist, archivist. You know, as we move forward, as our generation moves forward, you know, what was considered frivolity uh, is, 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 is being respected as a part of our, our living history.
12: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, now the parts situation is better than it ever has been because with the resurgence of the popularity of arcade gaming, um, there's more demand hobbyists have gotten into reproducing parts larger companies that sell uh, arcade supplies and parts are now have more stuff available um and there's stuff that hasn't been available for since probably the late 80s that is just becoming available this year
16: bringing back that old arcade uh brian where can people find you
12: so i can be found um my Usual times down at Joystick are Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm usually there about 12 to 8 p.m. Uh, if you want to come say hi, um, you know, come on down to the bar, get yourself a drink, play a game, uh, you know, relive your past, have fun. That's what we're all about, yeah, just to enjoy. Oh, what's your address? All that? 427 Edgewood Avenue in Atlanta, Georgia, 30312. Very cool, very cool. Get on down, everybody. Brian, my man,
16: I appreciate it.
12: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
16: We could go into so much more, but uh, as they say, uh, we don't want to give away the store. Uh, Tune in next year.
1: You've been listening to the Earth Station One Podcast, a show by fans for fans. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to our show up on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are found. While you're up there, please rate us and remember to leave feedback. It would greatly be appreciated. And remember to tell your friends all about us while you're at it. Our Station One is available on most social media sites where you can join some really great topics or chats. Help support our show by shopping through our Amazon.com link or purchasing very cool ESO Network clothing and merchandise at our Tee Public store. Links to both are found on the top of our ESO Network webpage. You have a patron of the ESO Network by backing us up on Patreon for as little as 25 cents a week. Go to patreon.com slash ESO Network to sign up. We want to hear from you. Please write us at earthstation1 at esonetwork.com or call us at 404-963-9057. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time here on the Earth Station One podcast. Peace, and we're done.